It's your show. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line in this uh, live Saturday edition. Getting started uh, apparently a couple minutes too late, unfortunately, here. So apologies to uh, those who are out there waiting patiently. Uh, Again, toll-free, 800-259-9231. Mark, what did you want to start out with tonight? Well, I've got uh, a disturbing story, and it's uh, written by a guy from uh, Checkpoint USA. We've talked about him on a couple of occasions, and his uh, name's Terry. The um, suspicionless, warrantless Homeland Security checkpoint seizure and drug dog search depicted in the photo above, of course there's a photo, took place on the afternoon of May the 16th, 2008. The only crime committed by the operator of the vehicle, receiving the extra special attention from the armed federal agents and their specially trained canine pal, was the crime of driving along a public highway located over 40 miles north of the border. The checkpoint in question was and still is located a mile near um, near mile uh, marker 146 on State Road 86 in southern Arizona. It's been in operation since early January 2008. The public highway the checkpoint is located on runs east-west over 40 miles north of the international border with Mexico and never intersects with the border at any point. This is not a border road. Well, I've been um, seized at this checkpoint on numerous occasions over the past six months while driving this route. This is my first experience with a drug dog being directed against the traveling public during the day. As in previous stops, I fully documented the encounter and make it available below. The video footage contradicts critics who claim that these internal suspicionless immigration checkpoints are no big deal since they're limited to brief citizenship queries as if interfering with the traveling and privacy of uh, Americans inside the country under threat of force, absent reasonable suspicion, is, in fact, no big deal. To the contrary, these suspicionless suspicionless checkpoints are being used as a pretext to search for drugs, usually specially trained canine units capable of sniffing out marijuana, cocaine, methamphetamines, heroin, meth-related drugs, customs, and border protection, tries to hide this fact by claiming the canine units are being used primarily to detect people while failing or refusing to acknowledge the dual capability and usage of the dogs. As such, it's clear that Homeland Security's current enforcement model revolves around suspecting everyone inside the country of being either an illegal immigrant or a drug smuggler. Everyone except the department's own employees, that is. Less critics... Claim, Guilty till proven innocent, yeah, right? You know, it really bothers me, this idea of, of checkpoints inside this country. Well, it's a new America, Mark. I, I mean, when, you, you know, I, I used to watch Hogan's Heroes when I was growing up, and, you know, you heard bad things about Nazi Germany, and, and I guess one of the things that really pops into your mind is checkpoints, right? You know, papers, please. Please have your papers. And I just, I, that's not the America that I imagine, I don't imagine America where you have to pull, have to, have to pull over. Now, freedom doesn't well, mean you have you could to do drive anything. Through. Yeah, well, you could, you could, <laughs> it's going to look like Dukes of Hazard pretty, pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, they're going to send some guys with guns after you, and they'll run you off the road and maybe kill you. I, I suspect that that's going to be a lot like what's going on. Plus, there's probably be cars piled up in front of you anyway, so you're not going through at all. Yeah. Um, you know, I just, I hate the idea that we're doing, um, just. Random, suspicionless checkpoints. You know, they do it for DUI here. All in the name of safety, all in the name of uh, enforcing the existing laws. But 
And I understand, you know, well, maybe we should now hear they're from, searching for drugs. Maybe we should hear from somebody who thinks it's a good idea. Maybe uh, tonight, since we're on, you know, 40 stations or whatever, uh, somebody out there is uh, willing to defend these. Somebody out there is willing to say, hey, you know, you guys have got it wrong. This is good for America. We I'd love to hear how, how suspicionless checkpoints um, are good for America. Well, I mean, suspicionless. I mean, it's... Well, it, I suppose works. everybody's uh, worthy of suspicion, right? Anybody right. could have an illegal immigrant or some drugs in their car, I guess. Yeah, everyone in America is under suspicion today. And uh, if you've got nothing to hide, then uh, what's the big deal? Right? What, yeah. What's the big deal? You got? Do you have something to hide, Mark? Uh, do I have something to hide? I yeah. think I think that with all the laws that there are out there in America, that everybody has something to hide. I mean, I, everybody breaks the law, right? Everybody speeds. Um, I know that it's against the law to have prescription drugs that are out of date. I don't know if I have any. I certainly haven't gone through my medicine um, cabinet and checked. Mm-hmm. But it also bothers me. You know, like for one, I th- I think that uh, it's bad. So they're, uh, you know, I think it's bad that they're doing this. So I'm going to talk to them about the Fourth Amendment. Perhaps they don't like my mouth. Because I've certainly had this happen to me at the airport. I've been surrounded by nine cops, TSA agents, and a dog at the airport because I told them I didn't want the bureaucrat patting me down. I didn't want him touching me in my special spots. And I, did, I just didn't want it. Especially well, for everything changed on an 9/11. ID that was out of date. Yeah, you know, I I had two IDs. Uh, one of them was a temporary one. Uh, it was good for sixty days. Well, I thought Mark, that it'd be convenient know, to use. What are you gonna do about it, buddy? I mean, you can sit here on your radio show and complain all you want, but that's not gonna make the checkpoints go away. I guess there's nothing we can do. Um, I mean, what what do you do? I don't know. <laughs> Shy of getting a law's rocket and a, and a, and a well, an automatic machine gun. We know that's not going to work. We know no. that's not. I mean, we don't advocate violent. Uh, no, I mean, but what are you going to do? Show. Well, it is a good question. What uh, what should one do? Who, one who loves liberty and freedom, who is sick and tired of seeing the rise of the police state. What is it one could do to combat, for lack of a better term, these? Checkpoints. What would Gandhi do? You know, what would uh, Martin Luther King do? What would Rosa Parks or some other? I, th- I suspect there'd be a uh, march or something, right? Yeah. Well, maybe that would work. You know, maybe uh, maybe like the Rainbow Family. I saw this video on YouTube of the Rainbow. You know who the Rainbow Family is, right? Uh, aren't they um, some hippies that yeah, go around from park to park? And yeah, it's a group of hippies. They, giant parties. Yeah, they just hang out and they li- You know, they walk. Yeah, they basically they walk. Some of them drive. Uh, I don't know how they get from point A to point B, but they go to national parks. Do they, do they, they pay? Do they pay carbon credits against this I driving that they do? They hang out and they get high and they have a good time with one another, and it's their thing. It's Burning cool. vegetation, uh, you know, is not good for the 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 ozone layer or whatever. Well, you know, it's pretty well known that the, uh, the you know these people are probably likely to possess drugs, right? So you'd think the police would have. Um, really cracked down pretty hard on them. There's one point at which the Rainbow family was trying to get from one point to another, and they had video cameras with them. And they were trying to uh, go, again, from point A to point B, and the police did not want them to go to point B, for whatever the reason. I don't remember all the details. I can't can't imagine that anybody would be really excited about this group showing up in their town. They... Uh, well, they they just go to the you know the park and hang out there. The uh, well, part. the only place I know that they go is the Ocala National Park, but um, I'm sure they must show up other places. They, right? The cops did not want them to get to point B, and they had a bunch of cop cars come out. You know, probably five cops, but there was something like you know twenty to thirty rainbow people, and they just walked right on through the cops. They didn't give a damn what the cops were saying to them. So. 
There is something to be said for strength in numbers, and they did it totally nonviolently. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got live streams, a broadband version of the show, and a dial-up version. Both are free for you. freetalklive.com. Travel less and meet online. Try WebEx free. Go to webex.com and enter the promo code 600 to start your free trial of WebEx. That's WebEx. W-E-B-E-X dot com. Enter promo code 600 and start your free trial of WebEx today. Let's go to your phone calls. Maybe somebody out there will explain to us why these checkpoints are A-OK in the so-called land of of the free. Uh, But first, we'll take your calls about anything, of course. Let's go to Matthew listening to WSCFM in South Carolina. Hello, Matthew. Hello. Uh, good evening, gentlemen. Hey. I just wanted to call. Uh, earlier this week, you had a caller, uh, Frank from New York, who was talking about the legitimacy of laws in the government, um, basically by saying that there was a history of case law, uh, that other nat- nations recognized it, and they had a common heritage. And I think it was Ian brought up uh, Santa Claus as um, sort of a rebuttal, and uh, he didn't really get into it too much. But I just wanted to point out that it's really a very good analogy because Santa Claus has his own case law, if you will. There are children's stories and movies about him. He's recognized by plenty of people, and uh, both of the uh, both systems, uh, you only get gifts and benefits from either Santa Claus or the government if you follow their rules by leaving out cookies or things <laughs> like that. So uh, I just thought it was, and I I wanted to make sure that your Saturday audience got to hear. Uh, about it because I thought right. it was just a perfect explanation that anyone could wrap their head around. Yeah, and government only uh, only appears differently from any other armed gang because of its appearance of legitimacy, because they have these courts uh, and, you know, this uh, process that makes theft look a little bit more than theft. They're a very organized gang. Yeah, and, and in fact, I actually, um, I cornered a couple gang members this morning on the uh, the local uh, talk show here in uh, lovely, uh, our very own Keene, New Hampshire, and I, I say gang members with uh, with the most love I possibly can. They're a couple nice ladies uh, that, uh, you know, city politics, so it's not quite as dirty and nasty as, as the federal. And this is a particularly nice city. Yeah, and you know. they're very nice ladies. I don't want it to to sound like I I, I actually mean that they're the the enforcers. I, I don't think like that, that they even think of uh, what they're participating in as a gang. No, I don't think they do. In fact, here's what happened. And I and you know what? Normally, I record what I when I call in, I record, but I didn't this morning. I just forgot for whatever reason. But I I called up because there's a situation here in Keene where a hotel was looking at coming in here and building brand new four story hotel in little old Keene, New Hampshire. You know, population here is twenty five thousand, so a four story hotel is like a big deal. Um, and they were looking not only to build a hotel, but they were looking to replace. The existing crap hole. Right. This is, uh, you know, the, you've, you've, it's it's a no-tell motel. Uh, no, no doubt about it. This is I one mean, of those places you can get hourly rooms. I, I okay? don't know. I don't know that the, in fact you can get hourly rooms. I know for a fact. Okay. You can I, get I, hourly I, rooms. I don't know how that goes. Um, I I do know that uh, it looks like the sort of place that uh, you know you can buy crack and uh, hookers. I don't yeah. know that it is. <laughs> I have never stayed there. I, you know, it, it 
it looks pretty run and down just, to me. Yeah. It, this doesn't seem like the kind of town that you could get Kraken hookers. But so, so here's the story, right? So the the planning board was reviewing the plans for this new hotel, and I guess some of the residents were complaining because it's gonna be too tall. It's gonna be like a big city around here, and it's gonna block all the sunlight right. out. As though they have anything to say about what somebody builds on their prop, prop, plot of land. Well, apparently they do, Mark, because the planning board held up the plans because of the you know the complaints or whatever the issues were. And so the hotel just decided, screw this, we're out of here. And they pulled they pulled their plans. They're not even going to do it now. Yeah. And so what I what I called to ask these people this morning was, well, what would have happened if the hotel just said, screw your planning board? We're going to tear down this S-hole of a, a motel and start building our own hotel. We don't need your damn permits. And it took them a moment. I didn't ask it in that kind of right. a blunt of a way, but I, I made it pretty clear. And it took them a moment to kind of get what I was saying. And then Cynthia, one of the ladies, says, uh, you mean if they didn't have a permit, if they just started building? And I said, yeah. What do you think would happen? So I waited for a moment, and then they said, well, uh, I guess they'd surround the place and keep them off the property. And I said, who's they? And she said, the city of Keene. And then she added that she didn't think it would be a very good use of police resources. So I said, well, do you mean to tell me that the city owns all property around here? And they said, oh, no. And I said, well... How is it that that could possibly in any way, shape, or form be viewed as, le- as legitimate? And they didn't have an answer for me. Because that's gangland stuff, man. Yep, it absolutely is. So it's really You're sending clear. armed guys to keep somebody off of their own land? Right. So that's how you do it. I mean, you, you have to do some level of non-compliance to, to force the gang into the position that it doesn't want to be. Because it doesn't want to send those people no, out there. No, it wants you to comply. Right, it wants you the, to give it money. The gang called government, whether it's local, state, or federal, wants you to comply with their little rules. Uh, they, and what, as to long give as them you money. do. Like, and there's plenty of people out there that, that do comply, and they do it happily. Sure. The simple fact that a, an armed robber sticks a gun in your face, says, give, you my, um, give me your wallet, and you do it happily, does not mean you're not being robbed, people. Sure. I'm happy to be alive afterwards, but uh, I'm not so happy that they took my stuff. And, and so this non-cooperation... I idea forces them into the corner of two choices they can either show that they're the gang they're a violent gang of people ruling by threat of force and they can actually pull out the guns as they were suggesting what happened with this hotel property or they can just let it slide and sometimes they choose one sometimes Sometimes they they choose choose the other other. because we know people here in new hampshire that have just not bothered pulling permits uh for the work that they've done and the permit guys just decided well you know we didn't really need the permits anyway i'll just go ahead and sign the papers where necessary (laughs) we'll leave you folks alone have a great day thank you so much uh but you know you've got to be willing it does happen you've got to be willing to take kind of that step into no man's land where they could hurt you but that's the only way it's ever going to happen. That's the only way we're ever really going to get free. And Matthew, any other thoughts on this? I guess he's gone. 800-259-9231, the Sakel CAI toll-free line. So back to uh, the initial point you were making, Mark, about the uh, the checkpoints that we're seeing popping up uh, throughout the country. Of course, the uh, the airport checkpoints 
the TSA getting a little more militarized. Uh, word is they're in the process of getting They've some, got real badges now yeah, instead of just uniforms, those sew-on things. Right, new uniforms and uh, metal badges, so increasing the authoritarian quotient in uh, the airports. And, of course, there are checkpoints all around the northern and southern borders. And everybody's getting caught up in this. Now, the guy over at Checkpoint USA is brilliant, by the way. Uh, CheckpointUSA.org is the website. Go Go to his blog. Go watch his videos. Watch how he handles these bureaucrats when they ask him. Even if you think that every cop and every soldier out there is doing God's work, go see this. And I want you to to keep in mind the Fourth Amendment. Read the Fourth Amendment. It's probably the first time you've ever picked up the Constitution and read it. But read this document. It doesn't matter to those neocons, though, Mark. They don't care. All they care about is the fact that the immigrants must be stopped, the terrorists and the drug dealers must be stopped, and we should do whatever it takes to do so and give up whatever freedom is necessary. Neocons are only politicians. What you're really talking about is just the sort of sheeple out there. The followers. Neocon followers. You can't be a neocon if you're not a politician. I don't think so. Pretty sure you can. Fine. True believers, they're out there. 800-259-9231. So if you are in favor of the police state that we have in America, because we have a police state here, would love to hear you dial in and defend it. 800-259-9231. It's Free Talk Live. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. It's 800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free. And those features include the bulletin board system. You can get interactive with a bunch of our listeners. In fact, I think over 2,000 people are registered on the forums at the moment, uh, plus over 350,000 posts to surf around through. There are a lot of uh, fun posts and serious issues. You'll find it all at bbs.freetalklive.com. And it is totally free. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. Are you remodeling your kitchen or bath? Now you can purchase knobs, poles, and faucets at wholesale prices and support a business that supports Free Talk Live. Internobs.com. Save 10% on your order by using code FTL at checkout. That's internobs.com, I-N-T-E-R-K-N-O-B-S. It's friendly service and wholesale prices for knobs, poles, faucets, and more at internobs.com. 800-259-9231. Phones are loading up. Uh, We go to lady calls first. None on the line, so talk to the dudes. Let's go to Chuck in Florida listening on WFLA. You're on Free Talk Live, Chuck. Hello, can you hear me? Hey, what's on your mind? Well, I was curious. You made a statement, something about that you had an objection to the police uh, setting up a roadblock and detaining you uh, briefly to check you for a DUI. Is that correct? Yes, that's. Uh, I'm, I have an objection to the police checking anybody for anything, uh, you know, wide, casting a wide net over absolutely everybody, yes. Okay, I, I understand your objection. Do you have a driver's license? Unfortunately, I do, though it's going to expire next month, and I'm probably just going to let it expire. Okay, and that's your right and privilege to do that. I want to remind you that when you signed for your driver's license, you gave the police the inherent right to do that. I was 16 years old. Can you contract at 16 years old with their legal system? I don't know. I have no idea what you you can do. Well, you certainly seem like you know a thing or two. You have the right to do that. I figured I'd ask you. Before you go on, Chuck, one of the ideas you're talking about here is sort of the, the driving is a privilege, right? 
Well, constitutionally, there is no constitutional right to drive. Well, so I think that a there's, a, there's a lot of rights that we have that aren't um, enshrined in the Constitution, and the, the Constitution really doesn't give one rights. It just sort of protects rights. Do you understand that? Like, rights oh, I don't... understand that completely. Okay, great. Um, so I think that a human has the right to travel, don't you? Yes, you can, you can walk anywhere you want. Get on the how about How about a horse? Provided. How about a horse? You can get on your horse, too. How about a horse and wagon? I have no idea. How about a, how about an elephant? I have no idea. Uh, it's, these are big, dangerous things. You understand? Uh, and, well, they and, could be, depending upon the owner and the use thereof. Okay. And now, how does how, how did the government get the roads? I beg your pardon. How did they get the roads? Well, there are public right of ways. The right of way. So, oh, I see. So the government controls the right of way. Well, the government are the people. So we, the people, you and I, control them because. We have the people, according to the Constitution, who have chosen our representatives. So you and I have made that decision. Ultimately. I, we haven't, no, that? because I've, I, I want to withdraw my consent from that, then, if I, if I then, could. Then you, ha- then you have the right to do that. But, however, if you're going to live in a, in a just society under law, law and rule, then you are obligated to comply with that. I, I understand. I understand where you're coming from on this, and you know, I, I kind of, no, I'm kind I of of the other. I mean, there's a there's a society in North Korea or Cuba that probably would extol what you're saying a lot better than the. People oh, that's right. Know. If you don't love America and you don't love our freedoms, get the hell out. You know, I've heard that tired that. that tired line a many a many a time. And I, my question to that is you're, is you're, did George Jefferson? Excuse there. me, George Jefferson. Did Thomas Jefferson and George Washington? Did Benjamin Franklin get the hell out? I didn't say that. You no, they picked up guns and fought. I'm going back to the fact that you signed a document that said you would give them that right. I wanted to be able to drive a car. Don't you think that's under duress? You can drive a car if you have a license. I, I can ha- drive a car without a license just fine. In fact, I don't know if you've actually gone through the li- – I know we actually – I bo- both Mark and I were born and raised down there in the Tampa Bay area. So we're quite familiar with what the licensing process is like. And uh, a, a blindfolded monkey could probably pass the driver's test down there. Especially so, now that they took parallel parking out of it. Yeah, so to suggest – Probably so. I agree with you wholeheartedly. But the fact remains that as long as you hold that license, you're obligated to be – no, no, you have to understand. There's something to a contract, and it's called the meeting of the minds. And the two sides well, it's must... Called order, it's called the order of law. It's two sides... Law. Hold on a second, Chuck. We'll let you go on. But two sides must come to an agreement before that contract is signed. If the contract is signed without both sides understanding what it is they're getting into, then you don't really have a, a valid contract. And besides that, they didn't sign uh, the, the other side of the contract anyway, so what you've essentially got is a corporate agreement. So, you know, you're just basically saying that uh, the roads are owned by a gang calling themselves the government, and they're going to hurt I never you. Used, I never used the word gang. I use the word people. That's you and I. Yeah, it's, but, but it's not, not the me. people. It, if it's me, it's not me. Well, if it's me, then I own the roads and I can drive whatever the hell I want on them as long as I'm not harming anybody, right? Uh, no, you're a minority of the people. You see, we have a majority oh. of the people. Oh, now, now here we go with, with democracy and what a wonderful system it is. Now, not if, a democracy, if, it's a republic. You let's need say, a little education. Uh, but but, but you're, you're, you're saying that a majority of the people, so therefore you're talking about a democratic situation. I mean, we do democratically re- elect these wonderful representatives that represent us in Tallahassee and Washington, do we not? I didn't elect them. Public. Yeah. Okay. I, I agree with you that it, it it was meant to be a republic. I think it stopped being that quite some time ago. Um, well, if it did, it was, it's our own fault. But getting back to the point, that I, I agree with you that it is our own fault, and I think that it takes people to stand up and say, you know what, I've had enough. 
but well, let's talk about democracy for a second. Um, Earn your license. Now, now, if if I Democrat, if we live in a town of a hundred, you and I, now if ninety nine of the people, I manage to get ninety eight of the people and myself together, and we come to your house and we say we want all your money or we're going to burn your house down, does that make it legitimate? Well, when you play the if game, you can have anything you want. So right. I'm not going to play the if game with you. I'm oh, why is that too? Is it too difficult of a question? Uh, do you not want to go out well, on a limb and, and answer I'm, it? I'm living in I'm living in reality, not in the reality of unicorns and rainbows. Well, wait. You said there's something to this whole majority thing, right? So, well, That's let's make correct. it more realistic. You live in nope. Tampa Bay. There's 1.2 million people, or whatever people there. So, let's say Mark gets one million of them to agree to uh, steal your, you know, burn and your house you down if you. Then you don't want to play the if game again, and the what. Game. All right. No, well, here's the reality of it. You say you deal in reality. Let's talk about the reality. The reality is that politicians, um, in in the you know in the name of the people, supposedly, <laughs> steal our money every day that we work. I work for my money. A politician takes it away from me without my permission. That's robbery. And why do we allow that? Why do we have a system that allows robbery? See, you're, you're again, you're very confused. You need a, a I, good I, political science course to help oh, you. Oh, no, that'll help. I am absolutely not what confused. Are you, what is he confused about, Chuck? Please uh, enlighten us. Elucidate, please. First of, first of all, we are talking about the driving with a license. You have, you've come to spin me around the, the, the island a little bit here to get back to your whatever agenda it is. And I'd like to stay focused on what I called about, which is that That's if you're going to drive Chuck. a car... I, I understand we're asking really tough questions. It's okay. You can go back to not, what you wanted to talk about. Go ahead there. Not tough questions at all. I want to stay focused. You want okay. to go for a run. So, uh, if you, if so let me ask car, you a question about the driving thing, then. How about this? All right. Is the that, driver's absolutely. license thing about safety, or is it about compliance, obedience, and money? I don't have the answer. You'll have to ask the division. I'll ask vehicle. somebody else then. Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. Didn't want to answer any of our questions, so let's move on and talk well, to... Well, these are tough questions. Yep, let's talk to, I believe, Sean is on the line, listening on WFLA, also in Florida. Hello, Sean. Hey, good evening, guys. How hey, are you doing tonight? Great. What's on your mind? Hey, uh, I, I, I kind of echo what Chuck is saying, to be honest with you. I mean, number one, though, I'll, I'll answer that question for him. I think it's number one is for safety. Number two, I agree with you, the government, the money, uh, and whatnot. But bottom line is, you know, I mean, ever since Kennedy, uh, President Kennedy, I think this whole country has been lax for, for 20, 30, 40 years. I, I, I totally believe that. Lax about what? Uh, and then uh, just lax. Either on security, on safety, and then 9/11 had to wake us up. So you, we are. so you like the checkpoints? Then you think that the uh, the, the the checkpoints yeah. good idea? You, huh? you, you, oh, you guys, you guys kind of uh, hit it on the head earlier. If you have nothing to hide, there's nothing to worry about. Well, oh, you know, I mean, yeah. There, when Benjamin well, Franklin. When we, before, before you go on, you said we've been lax. We're going to hold you when over, Benjamin so don't worry. Franklin said that uh, he who would uh, trade uh, uh, liberty for security will get neither and deserves neither. Do you think that he was, you know, do you, do you think that, that con- we were sort of a crackdown kind of nation then? Well, uh, unfortunately, we had Pearl Harbor, and unfortunately, we had 9-11 when we had combatants mm. come into our country. See, it's a new world, Mark. And, Hang and, on. I'm going to bring you back, okay, Sean? We'll give you plenty of time here in a moment. Of course, we go to the Japanese, and we go to the Middle Easterners, so... Not to mention rounding up Japanese people in this country and putting them into concentration camps. 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. 
This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up anything via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231. It is the live Saturday edition of the program, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. And if you like the show, want to help support Free Talk Live, become an amplifier. Go to amp.freetalklive.com. And get on board for as little as three bucks a month. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. And the idea is we take that money and reinvest it into the show, getting on more radio stations, bringing new internet listeners to the program, and thereby spreading the message of freedom and liberty as far and as wide as possible. So go to amp.freetalklive.com and learn about the perks you'll get, like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, chat room, forum, and more. All the details are there at amp.freetalklive.com. We go back to Sean in Florida, listening on WFLA. Sean is defending the police state. Uh, essentially, if I understand what you've said so far, you said things changed after Pearl Harbor and 9-11, and uh, now we need a place uh, to live where the police are constantly checking who you are, where you're going, uh, you know, what your business is all about, because, well, if you don't have anything to hide, then why do you care? And I must ask you, Sean, what, you know, do you think the Founding Fathers had anything in mind when they created the Fourth Amendment? Uh, you familiar with that? Uh, one moment, though. You... you... Before the break, you went ahead and you described uh, the people uh, that uh, bombed Pearl Harbor and, and bombed, Middle East, uh, bombed uh, 9/11. I didn't. I didn't describe those people. You did. Here, let me counteract that. Number one, about uh, Timothy McVeigh that uh, blew up Oklahoma. If it wasn't for a routine police check, they wouldn't have caught him as quick as they did. Uh-huh. Thank you very much. If it wasn't for well, the federal they, government... You made a point. You're mistaken there. It wasn't routine. It was characterized as routine. They were watching the vehicle, and you know they, they had a good idea that, that that was him in it. So they characterized it as routine. It wasn't routine. Beyond that, okay. he wouldn't have existed uh, in, in the way he did... Hang on, Sean. You mentioned Tim McVeigh. I'm going to bring something up here. If it weren't for the federal government, Tim McVeigh would never have gone and done what he did. So the fact that the federal government exists. Then Tim McVeigh wouldn't have done what he did either, right? With us killing innocent women and children in that uh, bunker. What are you talking about? I didn't kill any women and children. Women and children in that building that burnt to death, correct? Are you talking about Waco? Yeah, he's talking about Waco. Correct. talking about Waco, Texas. Now, that was supposedly the motivation that Timothy McVeigh did to bomb. uh, That and Ruby Ridge, yeah. Yeah, they should have right. left those folks alone. He was alone. upset. All right, that's, they should have been left alone. That's right. right. I mean, they should have been, they should have been taken care of. Now, granted, it's it's it's, a, it's messed up and how the government uh, did this last thing in Texas with the uh, with the uh, what do you call it the the not I don't want to categorize them Mormon, but the, right uh, the select, the, the fundamentalist Mormons, right? Okay. It, but everything uh, the government does is messed up. Is, actually, that was screwed up, but no one got killed. Okay, no one, no, as far as we know. Thank God they no learned. One is, no, no one has been killed. Correct. So, uh, yeah, but in Waco, Texas, that's true. People were killed. They just so, stole right? their children so from all that, them. All that matters and, is and, and, all that anyway, matters is life, then, not liberty and the pursuit of happiness, right? And then talking about, oh, excuse me. All that matters life is life, not happiness. Uh, you know that that's that that's you know unfortunately, unfortunately, I have to admit this. Unfortunately, that has changed. If you live your life the best you can, you know nothing. You don't have to really worry about the government getting oh, down. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. All right, now I'm going to stop you right there, dude. I know you might probably be a new listener to the program, so maybe you just haven't seen the variety of stories out there. But I know it's easy for you to sit there and you and people like you to think, well, I'm not a, you know, I'm a law-abiding citizen. I'm a good person. I don't hurt people. I'm just therefore, a regular Baptist. Yeah. Therefore, I have nothing to fear from this government. I don't mind being checked and all that stuff. Well, the fact is, the reason why privacy is important 
important. One of the reasons why is because eventually somebody could get in charge of the government who could decide that one of the supposedly innocuous things that you're doing with your life should become illegal. And as an example of what I'm talking about, down in the Miami area recently, there was an old man in his late 70s who was leaving a Winn-Dixie or something like that, a grocery store down that way. He was actually he'd gone into the Winn-Dixie. There was a young lady outside who said that she needed a ride somewhere. He said, well, if you're still here after I get out of this Winn-Dixie, I'll go ahead and give you that ride where you need to go because he's a nice old guy. So he comes out of the Winn-Dixie. She's still there. He gives her a ride back to the house that she was going to. And then she uh, she insisted to pay him $5 for his time. At first, he attempted to refuse the money. Then she insisted that he take it. He took the money because... Well, you know, gas it's isn't money, cheap. Right? Yeah, and it's money, and she wanted to give it to him. And then after she got out of the car, his car was surrounded by the police, and he was arrested for being an illegal taxi cab, sir. Do you think that he thought he was a law-abiding citizen at that point? Do you think he was expecting to get into a situation like that? Well, that that is that is run amok. How I, about this one? I've got another one for no, you, Sean. Okay. Listen, uh, Sean. Sean's probably a small. Hey, hey you guys are twisting us all. Out no, I'm not, Sean, sir. You're yeah, a small you government are. guy, yes, right? You you're you're Sorry? a small government Republican guy, no, right? No, he's not. I'm an independent. Thank you very much. Okay, uh, you know, right? do you think the I government do you think the government can so, solve I mean, problems? I'm sorry. Do you think the government can solve problems efficiently? The gov- uh, as long as we elect the right the <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> how's, how's that? Uh, well, know, good I luck mean, with you there, yeah, bud. When did that happen? I'm sorry? When, when has that happened? Yeah, what problems have they solved efficiently? I mean, they've been around for a long time, so certainly there must be some things you can point Somebody to. Somebody somewhere must have been. Just, right. just a, on a uh-huh. fluke, they, may have elect- they must have elected the right person sometime. Well, you, you mentioned a whole bunch of presidents uh, back when there was like less than 50 million people in this country than there are now. Uh-huh. You know, and it, 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 it's, it's a system that is you think, broken. You think John Adams did a good job with the Alien and Sedition Act? I'm not too familiar with that, to be honest. Yeah, you know, that's that's why the, we have the Patriot Act, because Americans don't know their history. Yeah, they don't even know what's going on right now. They don't know about the guy that got arrested for the Jitney cab. That you don't know probably about the old lady out in Utah who was arrested, lady in her 70s, arrested because her grass was too brown, sir. Would you expect that one? Well, hey, I've seen a lot of older people who are in their 70s and 80s stealing $80 worth of product from a store. Stealing is a, they is a real arre- crime. Do you think they should be arrested? Do you think they should be arrested? Absolutely. Though? That's I, real I think cr- that people who are doing crime. a crime should be arrested. But yeah. by crime, I yeah. mean somebody has stolen something or hurt someone. Not- so, so you're asking for, a, a, uh, you're asking for uh, perfect police officers. You're asking for a perfect government. You want anything? Everything no, 100% I'm actually perfect. not asking for I'm asking, you want, you I'm asking for cops not head. to arrest anyone who doesn't, who doesn't hurt anyone. And be like, hey, everyone's human beings. Everyone does the best they can. Our officers all the time get, get uh, uh, sprayed with mud from, 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 the, uh, or from the news and all that all the time. You know, Why you do you suppose really that is? What a bunch of nonsense. That. All but I see is the do, news worshipping the police. Job. All I see I is the news the worshiping the police for the most part. I've been, I've been, I've been arrested before, and I've, I've done wrong. Yeah, what'd you okay? do? What'd you do? What'd I do? Yeah. I did, I did a violent act back, back when I was younger, what'd and you I do? had to serve some time for that. Well, well let me tell him first. I did uh, eight years, seven months in prison uh, in Florida for murder. Now, what'd you do? I did three years for attempted murder. 
There okay. you go. Yeah. You see, now, he walked out the same way I did, that most of the police we've met in our lives are doing a good service. And I absolutely believe that most of the time that's so. But when, you know, when these government regulations get so big and so ponderous that the cops have to go out and enforce these things, they do. Like, when it comes to rules on brown lawns, somebody has to enforce the rule on brown lawns. Somebody's got to throw that woman to the pavement it's, like it, they did with that, that old lady. That's ridiculous. That, that, that's ridiculous. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Did, now, did she go to court on it? And did they... Did they uh, I think she... I think, I think our she courts paid. have been stolen from us by that? our courts have been stolen from us by the attorneys. I, I'm, I'm I think sorry. she paid, sir. But I, the uh, reason I'll I brought up those two that. cases, it was two cases I brought them up off the top of my head to counter your claim that just well, because just, you just hold asking, on, I'm just asking, did the process work for them? Did they go to court? And was if you mean she paid them, what, what happened? If what you happened mean that she paid them, they got arrested. But she paid. She paid them. That's what happened. She paid. And then well, but but the process doesn't work even if you get exonerated in the end because you paid for the attorney and the people in the government never did. They just used your tax money and everyone else's tax money to fight a case against you. Sure, and there's so a conflict it never of interest. Works. Even if you're the most innocent person in the world, you're out ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty thousand dollars, whatever it took the and the time to defend yourself. So you aren't um, you know, you aren't to the good, plus your name's been drugged through the mud. So, Unfortunately, these government people aren't held account. If we didn't have sovereign immunity and they well, that's weren't... When we need to, that's when we need to unite as a people and vote these people out. Oh, good can't. luck with that, my right. friend. They've been talking well, about I'm that crap saying, for years. I'm just saying, you're, 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 you're talking all you think that you thought, Hold on a second. Then. You believe the, uh, the path to salvation involves putting a bunch of new politicians in these seats? See, what I'm, af- I'm, what I'm afraid you what, don't understand, Sean... What's your, what's your solution about politicians, then? Let's ignore politicians. them. Let's get rid of, let's, let's get rid of the government... As best we can. Just yeah. tell them no, no, no. Who are these people? Who are they anyway? I don't care if people voted for them. That doesn't give them any right to control my life as a sovereign human being, as somebody who owns my own life. They don't own me, and I'm sick and tired of them acting like it. And Sean, thank you for the call tonight. We appreciate hearing from you. Uh, I mean, look. Sorry, buddy. You know, the more government regulations they create, the more rules they create, the more likely your life is going to fall under their purview and they're going to make something that you do illegal. The old man picking up the lady in the bureaucracy car has a to grow. Example. That's what, it, you know, all organizations grow, and that's what happens. It just shrinks, uh, you know, it just grows and grows, and your rights shrink and shrink. The toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. More calls lined up, plus an email from somebody who's got a question about sort of a related issue, registering their vehicle. He's asking if he should. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. You ever have one of those days where everything goes right? First, I get the best parking space at work. Tonight, I have a date with a very lovely Rachel. And today, I gave a killer presentation in Sydney. Finalized the contract in London and demoed our new product in Boston. Online from my desk with WebEx. WebEx lets me take meetings and give presentations from my desk. I just talk to clients on the phone and they watch what's happening on my desktop from their desktop. So I can travel the world and still be here for my date tonight with Rachel. Travel less, meet online. Go to WebEx.com and try WebEx free. Just click the radio graphic and enter promo code 600 to get a free trial and a free webcam, too. Remember that code 600 to qualify for the free webcam. WebEx, now part of Cisco and used by more than 5.5 million people every month. Give it a try, free. Go to WebEx.com and enter the promo code 600. WebEx.com. Free webcams available while supplies last. Terms and restrictions apply. See website for details. 
This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line as we launch here in hour number two of the program. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. 800-259-9231, our website. Again, it's freetalklive.com. The phones are loaded up. We go right back into your phone calls about what you want. Let's start with Stephen in Colorado. Stephen, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Stephen in Colorado. Going once. Stephen going twice. Let's try John in West Virginia listening to... Uh, du- wait. West Virginia, you must be listening to WVTS. Or are you in South Carolina? I'm not sure, John. No, I'm in, uh, I just actually crossed from West Virginia over into Kentucky. Ah, you're on the road then. What's on your mind tonight, sir? I'm on the road. Well, I tell you, I found it profoundly uh, depressing and disturbing to hear the comments of the last couple of callers. Uh so close on the heels of what we used to call Independence Day. Yeah. And uh, let me share something interesting with you. I just was visiting family in the Washington, D.C. area. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was there through the Supreme Court's decision on uh, the Heller case. Oh, yeah. And leaving aside for a moment how astounding it is that it even had to go to the Supreme Court. Yeah. And how depressing it is that it was that it, uh, four of the nine justices who swore to uphold the Constitution didn't. Well, let's also uh, and let me add before you go on. I know you're making a point, but before you go on, not only all that, but those five who were in favor, uh, those five were absolutely talking up the right of the government to uh, to regulate. restrict and regulate the bearing of arms. So totally, uh, still an unconstitutional. Uh, as far as the I'm right to keep in, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. That sounds like no regulations to me. But what do they care about all that? Go ahead, sir. Those are the same five justices who uh, seem to be upholding every infringement on the Fourth Amendment that comes down the pike. Yep, that's the uh, truth. And uh, uh, but anyway, the comments. I, I actually attended the city, the Washington D.C. City Council open hearing, oh, and I sorry. got to speak. Well, wow. I, I got to speak at it. That's cool. What what they what'd you say? And uh, but it's not so much what I said as uh, as what one of the city council women said. She kept uh, and you hear this kind of thing all the time. Well, you know what happens if so and so has a gun and he's a good guy and a couple of years down the road he he blows a fuse and goes off his nut. And I I ended up my comments by making the point that. Uh, you know, liberty is never safe, mm. and liberty and safety simply do not cannot coexist. Well, you I, I can't. Ha- one, one can't have safety anyway. Um, you know, safety is a ruse. I can the hire t- a bunch of security. The TSA is not giving us safety. What they're giving us is a bunch of bureaucracy but, at airports. But wait a minute. I mean, there's something to be said for a 24-hour bodyguard and things. I mean, you can right. have a you level can have of that, safety. You can have that inside of freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Right, but it, uh, my my point to her was. Uh, uh, I, I should have put it, uh, you can have liberty or you can have the illusion of safety. There you go. That's true. Because that's really what it is. Right. And, the, you know, the and fact it, is, if the guy goes off his nut or whatever and goes crazy, then ain't no gun law is going to stop him from getting his hands on a firearm. Right. You can go in the newspaper and buy a gun. How, how are you going to get rid of the, the million, millions of shotguns that We're are in We're going to write a law, Mark, and then they're going to go poof. And they're going to just disappear because laws are amazing like that. The gun fairy will take them away. <laughs> you know, I, uh, currently, I, currently, I don't have a gun. <laughs> 
because I'm a convicted felon, and New Hampshire has some of the uh, the toughest laws, although it has some of the most lax gun laws in the United States, it has some of the toughest laws as far as uh, felons um, owning weapons. And the f- I could go today, tonight, and I could get a gun. Sure it's you not, could. If I wanted to kill somebody, I could. So David, we got to let you go, man. You're, these you're, these the laws that we awful. have that Thank are you, preventing felons from having guns are only preventing felons like me that want to do good and don't want to be arrested. They're only preventing us from having guns. It was a it was a great call, by the way. I love the gun fairy thing. That was cool. <laughs> Let's continue. Talk to Brian, listening in Tampa on WFLA. Hello, Brian. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, Good, what's sir. on your mind? Oh, not much. Um, I was I, it's the first time I've listened to your show. It's a very interesting show. It's a very uh, imagine your show. Lively debate. Um, uh, the gun, the guy just from uh, Kentucky. Love that guy. Yeah. You know, um, I'm down. I'm from Texas originally. Okay. And uh, back towards the um, border and the issue of the checkpoints. Ah, yes. Well, the uh, thing I'd like to talk about is I've been down there, and that place is turning back into the Old West. Texas? I mean, or? it's just getting off the charts with... Where's there? Uh, Texas. Down in South Texas. Okay. You know, down around the border, 20 miles north of the border, Creso Springs, Texas is almost an Old West town again. All right. You got, you know... Homeowners have to be armed when they walk around their house because they have illegal aliens, and not that they're bad people. Some of them are bad. Some of them are okay, sure. just like anybody else. Mm-hmm, sure. But, you know, when you're a 65-year-old person and you're you know, wandering your home and 30 strangers come out of the woods, it's a little disheartening. Well, I can understand. Well, you know, we're paying these police officers to protect us. Is that not so? Are they failing? Are the border well, patrol you know, that we're putting out there the to keep people out? We're talking about thousands of miles. Yeah, you know, it's well, not, it's not like the reason why those guys are neighborhood block. The reason why those guys block. are coming out of the woods is because they just can't walk through the normal channels. They just can't just walk right on in, which they should be able to do. As as free people coming into a free country or people that want to be free, they should be able to just walk right through the front door. But unfortunately, the government's put up all these restrictions and rules and regulations and fees and this bureaucratic nonsense in their way, and so they would just rather go around. And so that's why they come come out of the woods. So if it weren't for these government if it weren't for the government prohibition on immigration, then these guys wouldn't be crossing through people's private property. Well, that's true. I mean, that's that's one way to look at it. I mean, the other way to look at it is, you know, you've got to know who's here. Why? You Why? You have strangers coming into this country. Why? Why? So? Well, there's strangers living all over this country. Strangers living you, don't this this you don't know the 300 million too, people. But do you allow just anybody to walk in your own home? Hey, you're a human No, being. there's Welcome. a difference between my home and what is considered public property. Now, I don't like the idea of public property. I think it should be abolished entirely. I think all property should be privately owned. That way you can control your private property in whatever way you deem is most efficient. But in the world where we have this ludicrous idea of public property, people should be able to travel on it uh, freely, wherever they are from, whoever they are, whatever color they are, and all that. Well, you know, not not all those people are here to do, you know, to just live their lives. They're here to interfere with other people. Well, lives. that's a good... You're when, talking when about commit crimes, then they should go to... Life. I when, mean, there was this when they commit crimes, they should be punished. Texas reported illegal aliens getting into a vehicle to the Border Patrol, the freaking coyotes burned down her house. 
Now, let me explain something here. Coyotes are smugglers. They're people smugglers. And coyotes, like the mafia, in you know, uh, as far as running alcohol is concerned, whenever you have prohibition, the product or service will always go underground. So the uh, the federal government has prohibited the free traveling of people, and so therefore those who want to come here, they have to use underground channels, uh, and they many of them hire coyotes to bring them across. And these are dangerous, violent men. I mean, that's what happens in the underground. Al Capone, the, baby. Right, the dangerous. He, well, yeah, but I mean, if you, I mean, just okay. They don't have, you know, there's no prohibition against alcohol anymore. The the mafia is still around. Well, the th- mafia, that's because the mafia has moved on to other prohibitions. Vice, whatever the advice may be, they they, are, they move on to whatever the prohibition is. So get rid of the prohibitions. So right. We have to, so what? We're gonna everything's legal. Yeah, well, exactly. Prohibition you know, the way it used to be. Things should I, be you know what? Part of me has no problem with that. If you want to, you know, kill yourself with heroin or crack or meth or whatever, Great. that's your business. That's right. And but they're when doing you break it anyway. My house to steal my stereo because you want to pay for it. Wait, 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 wait. Before you go on, now, the cigarettes are addictive, right? And legal, yes, right? They are. Okay. If you want to kill yourself with cigarettes? Absolutely. And trails. People, people do it. Is anyone broke into your house to rob you for cigarettes? They possibly no nobody's no because they're cheap man and so would the drugs be if we didn't have these prohibitions on right. them these law enforcement officers throwing people in jail for not hurting anyone right the the reason why drugs are so expensive is because they're prohibited and so therefore the criminal element has to mark it up significantly every single time it passes through a pair of hands in order to make it worth their while to take the risk in dealing it so the drugs would be far far cheaper than they currently are today therefore you and your family would be a lot safer as a result of it everything that we're talking about here is all a result, all of it is unintended consequences from these uh, government people trying to enforce their way of life on everybody else at the point of a gun. Thanks for the call tonight, dude. 800-259-9231. You take the gun out of the room. You let people make their own decisions for their own lives. Some of them are going to make the wrong choices. That's okay. They'll learn from their consequences for next time. More coming up. You can take control. This is your show. It is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. That number, by the way, brought to you by Cycle CAI, 800-259-9231. And it's Ian here with you. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us and those features They include the updates. You get signed up. We keep you in the loop. Whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live, just go to updates.freetalklive.com. Get on the list for free. That's updates.freetalklive.com. If you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of collections, SACL CAI does collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. SACL's employees are trained in resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. They know that not only do you want to collect your money, but you want to keep those clients, too. SACL CAI. Check out their banner at freetalklive.com. Please do business with Business Supports Free, free Talk Live. We will continue here in a moment with your calls. Real quick, uh, we talked briefly with our last caller about uh, the idea of free immigration, uh, the idea of getting rid of the government immigration bureaucracies, and immediately he got scared because there could be some bad guys that might come across the border. Don't we need to know who everybody is that wants to come in our little private club here? we got bad guys on this side of the border. Yeah, that's true. And we, uh, you know, the fact is, you're talking about a very small percentage of the people that come across the border, and that percentage would be even smaller if we get if the government people would get rid of these prohibitions. If you didn't have a prohibition on drugs or gambling or prostitution, the gangster type people that 
dominate those trades would have no way to make money anymore. They'd have to go legit. They'd have to find something else to do with their time. I don't know what they would do without prohibition because that's what pours money into their pockets. So Right. Prohibitions give gangsters jobs. It sure does. And uh so, essentially, you end the prohibition, therefore you'll have just more regular people coming here, and then when someone does something, you go after them at that point. When somebody actually commits a crime... If you want to prevent crime, you have to kill everyone in America. You have to execute them, well, because there's know. going to be crime otherwise. Well, here's a good way to prevent crime. How about we, uh, how about we uh, let people carry weapons? Well, I know that sounds radical and all, and in some places you can, but some places you can't. Some places you've got to jump through all kinds of hoops to be able to even just uh, carry uh, pack heat. And if more people were able to defend themselves, then a criminal who was engaging in a criminal act of harming someone or destroying property or whatever would then be able to be repelled by the people who happen to be on the scene at that time. Right. Imagine in uh, Virginia Tech if that who fella or whatever yeah. um, came or into Colin the classroom Lyme. and uh, he pulled out his gun and then nine other people pulled out theirs and shot him. It would have been right. over real quick. Maybe right. one maybe person would have right. gotten Maybe hurt. a few people would have got, would have gotten shot, but it wouldn't have been the massacre that it was. Yep, exactly. So uh, more freedom equals better. I mean, I, I understand that you can't really have true security anytime, but more you freedom can't. is no. better security yes. than the, the so-called security state that we Especially have Especially if they don't. If they don't forcibly take your money and uh, to run their little security apparatus, then you'd have more of it to hire security of your own. Right, and you could have competitive security competing with one another to be the best security instead of this one-size-fits-all stupid government bureaucracy uh, mentality we have today. All right, let's continue here. Talk to Hank, listening in Fort Lauderdale on WFTL. Hello, Hank. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, uh, yes, sir, gentlemen. Uh, there was a good article in the uh, Rothbard uh, Rockwell report about 10 years ago that said the founding fathers believed that Human beings, being what we are, will always have uh, murderers, robbers, and con artists. But in order to maintain a uh, social order, it's necessary that some members of society be able to compel others who uh, do not respect the uh, life and property of others. But uh, what the liberals did was, from this uh, correct conclusion, they went on to say that maintaining law and order is the function of government. And I think that's where they went wrong. I think that... Uh, it would be correct if government means any individual or firm that provides uh, protection and security services to a voluntary uh, clientele of private citizens. Why wouldn't that be nice? But uh, for the liberals, uh, what they believed on a government, unlike a normal firm, they possess a you know a, a monopoly in the right to tax. Now it's inconceivable that anybody would endow his protector with the uh, permanent right to tax, and no one would ever enter a contract that allows one's protector to unilaterally determine the price he must pay for that protection. Yeah, that's what we have today. Yeah. And I remember in uh, Freshman Economics 101, they taught us that whenever you have a monopoly, the price goes way up and the quality goes way right. down. Right, service stinks when it comes to the government. All you have to do is go to the town clerk. Go to the DMV. Go anywhere. You'll be waiting right. and waiting and waiting, and they uh, will be unhappy most likely. I would use our judicial uh, system as an example. A judicial monopoly will always lead to a steady deterioration in the uh, quality of protection 
Sure. Because they do a fine job of protecting themselves. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the yeah. whole thing is a big joke. I mean, they, they, they claim that everything is, you know, the, the parties are supposed to be separate and not have a conflict of interest. But in every single case, uh, virtually, there's a conflict of interest where the state brings charges and the state presides over the, uh, over the proceedings. The, the proceedings so. Yeah, you've got a government court, a government judge, and you want to uh, You're ruling get a against fair the shake? government? <laughs> Give me a break. The whole thing, you know, what, what the courts essentially are, and Mark Stevens from AdventuresInLegalLand.com points points this out brilliantly in his book, but what the courts essentially are today is they are a PR firm. They're basically running cover for the men and women calling themselves government that are essentially threatening us with violence if we don't follow their every single diktat. The courts are there to make it look, to make theft look like it's legitimate, to, to make it look like, oh, well, you had your day in court, so you, everything's fine. Well, no, these people are stealing from us. Well, you know, Karl Marx said a democracy will survive only until special interest groups discover politicians who will allow them to help themselves to the public treasury. Do you think that they found them yet? <laughs> <laughs> Great hey, call, you know dude. What? I'd yes? like to comment on all these people that say things have changed because of Pearl Harbor and uh, the Gulf War. 9-11, too. They love that, well, they love that one. Well, for one thing, I think the uh, government uh, lied us in, into this war, number one. Sure. sure. And number two... Most people don't know that we should never have gotten involved in World War II. 400,000 men should never have died. Should never actually have gotten involved in World War I. World War I or the Spanish-American War or the war between the states. In fact, every war we've fought, we've been the aggressors except for the uh, War of Independence. Yeah, that's pretty much the truth. You know, I can, I can make an argument for the Mexican-American War, um, you know, uh, but, you know, it's, it's not that great of an argument. Well, in, in uh, World War II, number one, we forced the Japanese to attack us, and we tricked the Germans into declaring war on us. Right, we, we, we uh, one had of an embargo against them. Right, neither one of those countries wanted to go to war against us. Japan imported 90% of their oil, just like they do today. They have no natural resources. At that time, we were actually uh, an oil exporting nation, and uh, Japan's uh, biggest supplier was us. In 1938, Roosevelt cut off the oil supply to Japan mm -hmm. and also their strategic minerals. That's why they bombed Pearl Harbor to get our uh, Navy out of the way so they could capture the British and Dutch uh, oil fields in yep. Indonesia. If they had not done that, their only other choice would have been to uh, uh, totally submit to our will. And what, and what Americans forget is... Hawaii wasn't a state. It was the Sandwich Islands back then, or just barely uh, mm. changed at that point. It was, you know, it was the equivalent of Guam. You know, it was an American protectorate. So, mm -hmm. you know, yep. to, to get all excited like they, they invaded. No, no, no. Well, the more history, you know, the more time passes, the more we see exactly what you're saying is the case, that uh, you know, Roosevelt wanted to get into war and was willing to manipulate things whatever way he could to make sure that that happened. Thank you for the call tonight, dude. It was War's a good, good one. for the economy. 800 Two, that's nonsense, by yeah, the way. 800-259-9231. But, of course, the statists would want you to believe that. More coming up. You can take control. All war does is uh, encourage inflation and kill people. That's great. And destroy things. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up anything toll-free at 1-800-259-9231, the Sickle CAI toll-free line for you. 
bring up whatever you want. That's the point of the show. That's why we call it Free Talk Live. You can also join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are totally free. I mentioned the updates a moment ago. I actually just sent one out during the break, as a matter of fact. Uh, sent one out announcing our brand new auction going on right now. You go to auction.freetalklive.com, and you can place a bid on the third banner on the website. So you could actually advertise a product or service or whatever you want, pretty much. I mean, we reserve the right to refuse it if it's some crazy racism website or something that we don't like. But for the most part, pretty much anything goes. And you can place your bid. Bidding starts at 99 cents. So go to auction.freetalklive.com, and you'll win a banner on our website for an entire month. Pretty cool. Uh, and it's site-wide, by the way. It's not like the front page of the website. You get it pretty much the entire uh, main Free Talk Live website. So yeah. ba- uh, that's, again, auction.freetalklive.com. In Chapter 6, Subterranean, Tad Galahad goes to hell. In hell, he finds nanobots, killbots, sexbots, supermodel clones, immortality, and a rocket ride off this pa- uh, pale blue dot. Go to freedom-engineering.com to read all about it. That's freedom-engineering.com. As we go to your phone calls, ladies first, Key in Pennsylvania on the amp line. You're on Free Talk Live Key. Oh, hi, guys. Hello. What's on your mind tonight? We've been having some talk about entitlements and how wars brought entitlements into the picture from the government. I was reading an article about the Civil War, and um, it talks about the Civil War pension system came about, the pension system for... um, people who fought in the war. That came about and also national cemeteries. It says here hmm. that it yielded programs of a scale and reach unimaginable before the war. So way back in in eighteen sixties we've got Big so, government. Yeah, big government. It, it, war is a big government program, and yeah. unfortunately you can't convince con- conservatives who believe in small government ev- otherwise that war is, in fact, a big government program. Because well, there's always an enemy out there, you know? Randolph Bourne said war is the health of the state, and sure enough, during wartime, government seems to increase its size at a much faster clip. And it doesn't go back down afterwards. Nope. And it's kind of ironic, because it was a war about um, unity, citizenship, freedom, and human dignity. Yeah, right. You know, War gross. is not about uh, any of those things. And then we lose them all after we have peace. Yeah, the Civil War was an awful, an awful, awful time, and Abraham Lincoln was an awful man. Somehow we managed to get rid of uh, slavery uh, around the world, we as humans, yeah. managed to get, get rid of slavery around the world without fighting wars. It, this is the only place that it happened. It's so true. Key, any other thoughts? Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate it. 800-259-9231. We continue with Vince in Indianapolis, listening on WXNT. Hello, Vince. Hello, Mark and Ian. How are you? Hey, just great. What's on your mind, sir? I've got a couple things here for you. Right. Go ahead. Uh, i got one here for you. Rainbow Family clashes with the feds out in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Oh, is this recent? Yeah, it says 400 members of the Rainbow Family through rocking six or ten federal officers as they try to arrest a member of the group. U.S. Forest Service said Friday. Five members of the group were arrested and one officer was injured. About 7,000, it says here, 7,000 members of the Rainbow family are camping this year on Forest Service land near Big Sandy, out in Wyoming. Now, I don't advocate violent uh, response here, but I can't say I can fault those guys for throwing rocks and sticks. I mean, if somebody's arresting your friend, uh, you well, know. Well, it depends on what it's for. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I, they don't say what it's for. It says here the group's a loose affiliation. Of eccentrics, young people, hippies, 
She's a forced each year to hold a week-long national gathering. Yeah, often the cops are used as, uh, you know, a deterrent for these people even coming around. They just don't like the idea that they come here and party down like they do, smoke pot or whatever. It One is of the things they might you might be able to do is, uh, you know, in a situation like that, if you know they're going to be arresting someone, obviously if they just grab somebody, you can't respond in this way, but what if they were to surround the person? What if, uh, you know, if you knew who was going to be arrested, if you've got 30 people or whatever, you just surround that person, essentially creating like a human barrier, uh, you know, between that individual and the police, then they'd have to arrest all 30 people that were creating the barrier, you know, however many of them they would need to to actually get to the center and and get that person that might be a bit a bit of a pain for them uh so there there have to be some ways to to resist without being uh or to non-cooperate uh, perhaps uh, without being violent i don't necessarily support what they did but i understand it i certainly understand where they're coming from but Stones at guys with guns, nothing. Yeah, well, that's it's, true. It sounds crazy too, by the way. Throwing but sticks and stones at guys with guns is a bad idea. So, Vince, I, I tell you what, the Afghans, you know, when Russia invaded them in nineteen uh, late seventies, early eighties, and uh, the Afghanistan people surrounded the uh, one of the best army divisions of the supposed Russia from front to back just by rolling down rocks down a mountain pass. Wow. I think that's great. You know, whatever it takes. At a certain point, it becomes whatever it takes. And Vince, call us on uh, Monday with your second issue. We've got to move on to some more calls. I thank you for the call tonight, sir. 800-259-9231. We'll try Stephen in Colorado. You're on Free Talk Live. Stephen. Stephen. Hey there. Um, hey. I was just, uh, I wanted to give you a little follow-up. You, you reported the story of Hope Steffi, the uh, woman who was stripped by the police. Oh, yeah. Video. Yeah. Uh I was talking about that today with, with somebody at work, and they did not believe it was possible. That <laughs> cop would never do this. Wait, if I recall, so, she, before you go on, the original story yeah, was she had called the police. and then they, she was attacked by her drunken cousin. Right, and then they came and arrested her because of some driver's license-related issue and uh, proceeded to strip-search her illegally on video, and it was yeah, just absolutely, absolutely outrageous. Out- Yes, and here's the update. Um, the update is that last month um, the cops were cleared of any criminal charges. Of course uh, they were. You yeah. can put money and, on and it. I mean, it's well, so. One of the things. One of the things that they said was, well, she was given an opportunity to remove her own clothing. You know, and refuse. I'd like so to see the I'd like to see her. the conviction rate of average citizens for their um, for what they're accused for versus the bureaucrat um, conviction rate, and I th- I bet you see a gigantic disparity. I'm pretty sure, Mark, that if you and I went outside of uh, this studio right now, found the first attractive young lady here in Keene, and uh, grabbed her, put her on the side of the road, told her you can take off your own clothes, or we're going to do it for you, that we'd get in some pretty big trouble for doing something like that. But yet right. the police. Did this woman need to be locked up for a bad? ID? Did, did she really? Well, in addition, well, the dudes, the, dude. the, the the male police or the ones that did the strip search, they had female yeah, it, it officers one, around. One female, it was one female and one male. They actually showed on video uh, him pulling off her panties down below her legs. Well, and not that that makes, knees, a, you know, not that that really makes a difference. Uh, because, no, no, you of course know. not. But one of the things that the, uh, that the defense said was, well, there's no proof that any man actually removed her clothing. That Yes, they were present, but it was the female officers that removed her clothing. There's video. And I, I, saw, I, I swore that I had seen that on YouTube, so I went back to YouTube, found the video, and yes, indeed, the man <laughs> was removing her panties. Yeah. He was pulling off her clothes. Yeah. 
It was such an outrageously amazing case because they put it on video and it was released publicly. And even with all of that evidence, they are still exonerated and just let walk away. They get to keep their jobs. They get to keep their cushy pensions and their and their uh, their paychecks. And they get to go on and live another day to molest another woman. That's right. Um, And speaking of molesting another woman, another woman has stepped forward, also attractive, also blonde, saying that those very police did the same thing to her. What can you do? What do you do yeah. in this case? The, the, the courts always back on the 99 times out of 100 back up the government uh, enforcers. How do, you, right. how do you combat this? Yeah, I, I don't know. It has to be, you know what? It has to be non-cooperation. It has to be peaceful it, it non-cooperation be, yeah. on a wide scale. When I say wide scale, I don't mean 100% of people. I just mean 5%. That would be enough to send the system to its crashing to its knees. They don't have enough jail space for 5% of people uh, non-cooperating, let alone 1%. It would be significant. It would be a significant burden on their system, and something would have to change. But, uh, man, yeah. as long as Americans continue to be docile little sheep, as their friends and uh, their family continue to be harassed, arrested, molested and harmed by these government people, nothing's going to change. And I'm glad you brought that story forward. Thank you for the update tonight, Stephen. 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. That's right. That guy who called earlier to say that, well, as long as you're law-abiding, everything will be fine. This lady thought she was fine. She uh, she considered herself an upstanding member of society. And then after one phone call to the police asking them for help, they took her and helped themselves to her panties. More coming up. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves if you dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line for you. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, they're totally free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. There's something that we ask that our listeners do on a -a once-a-month basis for Free Talk Live. If you like the show, if you hate the show, well... Obviously, you don't have you to do can it. go ahead and do it. You can do it if you want to. But if you like Free Talk Live, go to vote.freetalklive.com and cast your vote for Free Talk Live. It is the Podcast Alley rankings, and we have been number one in the past. We are currently number three. Is it, Mark? Are we number three today? We're number three, uh, very close to number two. Number three, and this is out of like thousands upon thousands of podcasts on the Internet. So, And the way in, we've grown this radio show is through, the you know, originally was sort of the podcast. Well, we've leveraged the Internet to yeah. grow the radio show, and uh, so being number one at Podcast Alley, very important to us. And so we need you, as our listener, to go to vote.freetalk.com live.com all you need is an email address it won't be sold or spammed it's just used to verify you're a real person and so you need your email address it'll take you less than a minute of your time and it makes a big difference for us so when you've got a moment and you're in front of your computer screen go to vote.freetalklive.com and cast your vote for free talk live as we continue here ladies first we go to mary listening to wtkg in grand rapids you're on free talk live mary yes how are you doing hey just great what's on your mind tonight Oh God! Just uh, you got to turn down your radio, Mary. Just just to let you know, we can hear ourselves in the background. Okay, like the uh, things you was talking about. Yeah. Like people's got control over other people's. I mean, like things is going into my house. Like they're sleeping chemicals on me. They shoot me with some kind of dark. What? Yeah. Hold on a second. You're saying people are breaking into your house and they're shooting you up with chemicals? Yes. 
Who are these people? What kind of chemicals? I don't know, but I know they make me break out. When does this happen? Well, the chemicals give you zits? Yes, it does. When, when does it try. do? Wait, wait, wait. This is the middle of the night when they come in? No, it's some kind of way. They got control over my family, and, and you know, I got to let it out. I don't know what they might do to me, but, you know, it's got to be known. Okay, okay. So, who, I mean, have they ever identified themselves? Are they, like, dressed in black? Or Tell me a little more about oh, them. Well, they haven't de- identified themselves, but I know they're they're got some kind of way into the home where they got, you know, like little tunnels. Tunnels? Uh, yeah, like little Damn. tunnels. Up you got a big house. Floor. Have you looked for these tunnels? <laughs> hey, I haven't looked for them, but I really want to start digging for them. So you've locked, let me see if I've got this clear. You've locked your doors, you've locked your windows, and so therefore you don't have a chimney or anything, can't do the Santa Claus thing. So you really only believe they could get in through a tunnel? You know, like the floor I have, it's a two apartment, okay? Uh Uh-huh, okay, okay. So maybe they're living beneath you and like sneaking up through the air vents or something? Not through the air vents. No? Some kind of way they got, you know, like whole uh, spots. That they can lift up the wood and come in. Damn. And you can't detect them, huh? You can't actually tell during the daytime where they're coming in? There's no evidence? No, it's not. So how many people do you live with? You say your family's there? No, I'm just living by myself. Oh, you're by yourself. That might be a problem. Okay, so where is your family? Well, they're living in other places. Do you have any friends? Well, (laughs) just like I say, they got so much control. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of control here. So is it, do you think it's just can, you? Or do you think they're going after other people? Well, right now they're going after me. Okay. Do they say why do they to want you? to? to um, why do they want to shoot you up with chemicals and cause you to break out? They're trying. I I feel they're trying to do something to me, but make it seem like it's you know like uh, my brain bust open or whatever. It's you know some what sort I'm of uh, some sort of black uh, underground experiment, right? I mean, that's basically what's going on. Do they ever talk to you? Do they ever say anything? No, they no, they haven't talked to me. So they don't know your name. They haven't said Mary. Oh, they know me, they, but they ain't talking to me. Why them, do they you know? want you, Mary? Yeah, well, yeah, that's a good. I people. have maybe I'm outspoken or something. I don't know what it is. But, but you're still you know outspoken. I mean, you're talking about it here, so that hasn't stopped you from being outspoken. How long has this been going on for, allegedly? Oh God, it's been going on for quite some time. But what? the good Lord's been keeping me wait here. Wait a minute. So what, wait, reason, what is? You know what I'm saying? But wait, wait. How how long is quite some time? Is it years? Is it months? Is it uh, a few weeks? It's going on about two years now. It's, it's not just one place. Everywhere I move, it seemed like how. Ma- now, Mary, have you ever been given any uh, medication for any kind of no that's schizophrenia? What they want me? No, that's what they want me to do. Go. It might like not be a bad insane. idea. Mary, I want you to Hey, do I'm it too. not insane. No, I'm, I'm not crazy. But, Mary, um, if you think that people are coming into your house and shooting you with chemicals to uh, get you to break out and you think that the, you can't find evidence, I'm afraid that. You know what? I she don't want to use the term crazy, but I she think. She might that, be right, though. I mean, I, let's, let's, let's take her at her word, Mark. I mean, because there could yeah, be something please, going so on this, here. This Here's my idea for take. you. Here's a way to maybe ch- try something without necessarily having to dope yourself up. Perhaps you could get a roommate. You know, move in with somebody else who will be in the house at the same time that, that you are. And that way, if the, the bad guys break in, they will know about it. She'll and... think that the roommate is in on it. Oh, yeah. Have you tried this? No, I really haven't. But it's so, 
I mean, you just don't know. They got control. <laughs> but you would really know. I mean, control. if the roommate was in on it, you'd, you'd probably get some wind of that, I would think. I mean, I... I I, I, I am with Mark on this. I feel like maybe you might have a, a few issues. But at the same time, if what she's saying is true, Mark, it's then not. that's pretty scary. <laughs> Ian, I know it's, it's true. crazy talk. I'm sorry. It's so true. And it's, okay. Uh, Mary, how do you feel I afterwards? really want you to go see a psychiatrist, how, Mary. <laughs> how often is this happening, allegedly? It's like, happening every day. Every single night they come in and they do things to you? They don't come in. What do they do? They sip some kind of chemicals through the floor. Oh, so it's like gas. It sounds crazy, but oh. it's the truth. Oh, I was under the impression they were coming into your house and like and holding you down. You, and... Yeah. Well, they can come in. Oh yeah, I got Have... remote controls right now. I can't find them. They're taking your remote controls. You know what, Mark? That's yeah, where they go. Getting on my nerve. I mean, it sounds crazy. Do you crazy, lose? Guys, Wait a minute. Let me check on God something. Mary, truth. hold on, hold on. You're losing remote controls. What about socks? Have you ever noticed that when you do your laundry? That the socks just disappear. No. You no. you never noticed that? You really are. Something is wrong, Mary. See, it's Maybe just that. your socks, Ian. It's I don't just know. your socks. Right. You sure it's, they're not going into a dimensional vortex or something like that? I mean, it's so much. Even though I what? try to listen. Watch. Wait a minute now. Okay, I'll listen to this preacher man. Every time I listen to him, they, some kind of way they get the TV. I'll have cable. Yeah. Some kind of way they turns the station off. <laughs> They just turn it off. Yeah. Well, it, maybe it's just going off. I mean, you you'd be surprised. They've like got the remote, Mark. How much power they have, and that's what they got. They got a lot of power. So, so is it possible you should just maybe turn the TV off? I mean, yourself. Maybe you're listening too much to the preacher guy. Maybe he's putting ideas into your head or something no, like that. No, it's not that. No, it's no. not. You know what I want you to do? Give us a call back in a few weeks and let us know if things change. If you get a roommate or something else happens, uh, let us keep us informed on your situation, Mary, because I'm I'm concerned that, uh, well, I think you should go get some help. I think you should talk to somebody who cares about you and ask them about psychological help, Mary. Thank you, Mary, for the call tonight. Certainly appreciate it. 800-259-9231. Somewhere, someone has had gas pumped into their room, you know, it's somewhere. Waco. Waco. <laughs> but I just don't think it's happening with Mary because she's outspoken. I'm sorry. I, you know, I'm... <laughs> what does she speak out against? I should have asked her that. <laughs> I don't Damn know. it. You're, you're done. Let's continue here. Gene is on the line calling from China. You're on Free Talk Live. Gene, the Christian anarchist. Oh, man, and I just noticed some gas coming up through the floor here. <laughs> yeah. Must be those commies coming yep. to get me. Yep. What's up, man? Well... Um, I figured, uh, I was thinking, what should I say about China? And I guess since you like to talk about police state so much, I would bring up all of the uh, horrible run-ins with the police I've had since I've been here in China. Really? It's gotten worse? And, uh, um, no, actually, I haven't had any. But, oh, okay. You know, I was going to bring them up <laughs> if I could. Have you I, even I seen any police? Have, have you seen them this I, time? I have seen police, yes, they're around. Have you seen them but, pulling um, people over? Well, I, I hear it's getting uh, real rough there because of the uh, the, on, the oncoming Olympics, that they're keeping out foreigners and all that stuff. Is this not true? Well, no, I, I didn't have any problem getting in. Um, the apparatus was, didn't, didn't clamp yeah, down on you? Uh, the security is kind of a, a joke here. It's, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's all for show. and uh, it, it That's what all security is for. The, oh, that's what right. all government security is for. All right, give me another highlight here, Gene. What else have you done so far? How long have you been there? Um, been here a week, and we've gone to uh, a park where they have the monkeys running around free. We've gone Dear to God. visit relatives. I've, I've visited relatives who are peasant farmers uh, mm-hmm. yesterday, and then another relative 
who is a professor at a university. And so the the peasant farmer lives on his uh, farmland Hmm. and uh, lives in this this, this little ramshackle house that my wife's father was born in 75 years ago. Uh, We were there about 14 years ago. We hadn't been back for a long time. And they had added on to this little ramshackle house. And now they have a gigantic three-story uh, home next wow. to this little ramshackle. So, so even the uh, farmers are doing better in uh, China these days. Gene, call us uh, if you got more later. We thank you for the call tonight. Appreciate it. Enjoy your trip out there. Always interesting to hear about China from the inside, from somebody who's actually been, as opposed to just people that talk about it and they don't know really what they're saying. More coming up. Hour three's on the way. It's Free Talk Live. Provider and licensing details are available. If this is your paycheck and this is your debt, what are your options? File bankruptcy and tread water the next seven years? Or make a call for Care One Credit Counseling Services and start getting out of debt today. A Care One Credit Counseling Agency can help you get immediate relief from stress caused by debt. And you'll have one lower monthly payment instead of the pile you have right now. Call a Care One agent today and you can start saving hundreds of dollars in fees and interest payments. Care One agencies have helped over 4 million people get out of debt and they can help you too. Call 800-952-9224, 800-952-9224 and find out how you can lower your monthly payments up to 57%. One 15-minute phone call can change your life. Call 800-952-9224. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line as we launch here in Hour 3. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. Once again, that number is 800-259-9231, and you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site, they are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, Free Talk Live. Dot com Right back into your phone calls. Thanks to everybody who is so patient, like Dan in Alabama, listening on WVNA. Hello, Dan. Uh, uh, Paula from Florida should have warned Mary Chicago about those <laughs> gas-spewing killer termites. <laughs> uh, you're referring to, for all of our listeners that don't know who Paula is, uh, you are in uh, WVNA land down there in Florence, so you get the weekday show, so you get to hear a lot from Paula. She's a chronic caller, and she is nutso. Well, I'm also from uh, Tuscumbia, Alabama, birthplace of First Lady of Courage, Helen Keller, mm-hmm. uh, WVNA, and also next door to the free state of Winston. I called you last year, and when I've you Googled it, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I vaguely re- recall this now. And Julia, wherever she is. Julia is uh, busily uh, making some wonderful food for us to eat. <laughs> That's great, fellas. Uh, but greetings, fellow liberty lovers from Free State of Winston. But I've got a complaint. I'm tired of these Mexican natives invading our country. They're parasites. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right, all right. We're going to disagree on this one. There are many here in Alabama as they are in Texas. We're going to disagree on this one, my friend, because uh, I've known many of those Mexican immigrants, and uh, they are not parasites. If you're, I mean, if you can only be a parasite if there's something to glom onto and suck off of. And as long as the welfare state exists, yes, some of them will be parasites. But for the most part, they're hardworking folks that are coming here to, to make a better life for themselves. So how about we just get rid of the government welfare programs and then open the borders? Then they can't be parasites anymore, right? No, you misunderstood me. They're stealing from the possums. 
The possums. I'm talking about armadillos. What are they stealing? I'm talking about the armadillos. They're stealing what? Mexican natives. I'm stealing the possums here in northwest Alabama. I am confused. So armadillos have moved in? Yes, sir. Oh, oh. Yeah. Years. <laughs> You're a very tricky You're man. Slow. You're mighty slow. Yes. Smart, man. You got me on that one, man. <laughs> Keep up the good work, fellas. Thanks, dude. We appreciate hearing from you. Man, he nailed me on, the, on that one. That yeah, was cute. He pulled us, yeah. That was they, cute. Yeah. All right, 800-259-9231. So just to clarify, in case someone else was as in the dark as I was. armadillos are uh, Mexican natives? The, uh, the armadillos are coming up from uh, Mexico, according to him, and uh, stealing the possums in the night. <laughs> Which is fine by me. Possums are kind of ugly and scary. Yeah, you know, I, I'm sure they, uh, they, they, do, they do their job eating carrion and things like that, so I suppose we should like them. I, I, I saw one in, in the backyard uh, a couple of years ago. And they're like giant fat rats, and yeah. it, it like with red it turned eyes. and hissed at me. Yeah. And all I could think of is the you know the, the little fact popped in my mind: possums have more uh, rabies, te- more, more, rabies. Te- more teeth than any other animal in North America. Yeah. And they do have more teeth, but so I yelled at it. Ah! <laughs> it ran away. <laughs> it's probably more like a shriek. If I know you. Yeah. I, you no, know, no. That's Fruity. how I yelled it. Ah! All right. Let's go and continue. Livewire is on the line, listening to WFTL in Fort Lauderdale. Hello, Livewire. Good evening. Uh, first of all, kudos to you guys for creating uh, Free Talk Live because it is an amazing uh, program, an amazing effort to keep that which is most patriotic about this country, uh, free speech. Well, and somebody I'm had to do it. I'm, I'm glad you appreciate it. Do us a favor, though, Livewire, and call Ken Pauly at uh, James Crystal Radio there. And if you are also in your local area listening on a radio station, call your station. Tell them thanks for airing Free Talk Live and ask them to air more because you guys could get us six days a week down there in Fort Lauderdale, but you don't. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll definitely do that. Uh, and I'll just say I'm not online at my house, so I'm not able to necessarily pick up the program. That's why I listen to AM radio all the time. Sure. Now, to my, my topic, uh, I had heard yesterday on the same day that a longtime prominent U.S. senator had died. There was also another U.S. senator who's still in office who put out in the media that he would like to create a national uh, speed limit again uh, because he seems to think that by creating this national speed limit, it will reduce gas consumption and uh, environmental bad output and all that kind of nonsense. Oh, and it's just gosh. amazing to it's amazing to me that uh, these guys that apparently get Alzheimer's disease when they're still in office <laughs> and can't be forced out come up with such uh, communist dogma as that is to tell the individual states and the people within them, uh, you know, what they have hey if you're a multiple millionaire and you want to drive a hummer and you want to spend that kind of gas on a daily basis that's your business absolutely and if you yeah if you put your pedal to the metal and you know go really fast and burn a bunch of gasoline it's it's only you that it's you're hurting your gas you yeah. bought it What's the yep. big deal? You know what this really is, though? This is just another excuse to control people and another excuse to set the speed limits low so they can start popping people for going over the speed limit. I mean, that's a money-making machine. It's not about saving you money. It's about extracting more money from you into the coffers of the state. That is correct. Livewire, any other thoughts? Uh, well, I could go on for hours about all kinds of things. <laughs> I will say this. I'm a very much a, a conservative, very strong conservative, have been uh, but a registered independent voter for many years. And uh, I'm originally from New Orleans, Louisiana. I was born there. Oh, you still and got the accent. Any- uh, okay, great. Uh, and for anyone who seems to think that liberalism has uh, benefit to society, all they need to do is look at 
uh, New Orleans and the state of Louisiana, and the fact that whatever problems might have been there before Hurricane Katrina as well as afterwards, the fact of the matter is for decades and decades, historically, Democrats have been running that city and state and they've been running it into the ground. Well, before you go on with that, I just have to throw this out there. I don't like tossing around terms like liberal and conservative because they don't really mean anything anymore. To some people, they mean some things, but to others, they mean different things. And it seems to me that, yeah, sure, you can go and point fingers at the Democrats, but fingers can also be pointed at the Republicans as well. I mean, those guys say they're for small government, but when given the opportunity and when uh, you know having total control of the federal government, they didn't do a damn thing to make government any smaller. So it's not all the Democrats. Democrats, my friend. It's all of them, Republicans and Democrats together. Your thoughts? Yeah, well, well, just one final thought, and that's that, once again, it's a historical fact. Aside from the current Republican governor that is there right now, it's still a Democratic-controlled Senate, uh, I mean, excuse me, uh, state legislature there, and predominantly for many, many decades. There's families that have actually had the assessor's office within New Orleans it's been in the same off. Excuse me, the same family has been running it for like since nineteen almost forty five. Hey, that's that's how government is. You know, it's uh, by the government for the government, whatever party they're from. Thanks for the call, dude. Appreciate it. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the Sakel CAI toll free line. Let's talk to Mike in Montana, listening on KGEZ. Mike, you're on Free Talk Live. Mike. Yeah, I, I want to kudo you guys too. I appreciate you guys. Uh, you know. All right, enough of the love fest. Why, why were you calling? <laughs> well, you know, um, Mary, uh, she's an interesting gal. Yeah, she sure and, is. Never uh, heard from her before. Yeah. And now there's about four possibilities going on with Mary that uh, you guys didn't consider. Okay, you're talking, by the way, for those just tuning in about a uh, relatively crazy lady, uh, probably one of the craziest ladies that's ever called the show. Uh, she certainly earlier, sounded late. Called crazy. earlier tonight, uh, claiming that they, uh, that uh, unknown men were gassing her through her floorboards in her apartment building. Go ahead, sir. All right. Well, uh, number one, there could be a meth lab below her. Eric, consider yeah, that. That's a possibility. Nope. Didn't consider it. <laughs> possibility. Uh, two, uh, did you ever see Jacob's Ladder? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, where the guy, uh, the uh, Vietnam vet uh, goes off the deep end, right? Well, n- well, what was he signed up for uh, medical experiments, and they did a bunch of uh, LSD-type drugs on him. It's a true story. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a really true story. And he started having flashbacks and seeing things, and it totally destroyed his life. Anyways, there, there's an actual um, group of men that that uh, played out, and he actually ended up winning a lawsuit, but hmm. I think most of them, were found dead somehow. Oh, but anyway, so that's a, that's a possibility. It was, you know, she's a victim of uh, the pharmaceuticals of her past, whether it was induced by herself or by the government. Mm-hmm. And uh, number two, um, she could be an alien, and the <laughs> men in black are just keeping up on her. Maybe, maybe, or, or maybe it's just that she's been living alone way too long. You know, if you if you don't contact other human beings, you don't have that sort of grounding that other human beings can provide to you. Then your mind can go off in all kinds of crazy directions. That well, could be I mean, too. did you did you ask her if one of the guys looked like Will Smith? <laughs> Actually, it turned out that there weren't she guys. She, after she didn't all. see them. We thought there were guys in the beginning of the call, but then we discovered that she was saying they were just gassing her through the floor. Thanks, dude, for the call tonight. We appreciate hearing from you. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. You can bring up anything. John's on the line. We got a lady listener coming up. Francis, your calls. It's free talk live. Mm-hmm. 
This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can bring up anything toll-free at 800-259-9231. Sickle CAI toll-free line. Ian here with you. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com, where if you've missed a moment of the show, you can just click and download entire year's worth of the show, in fact, right there on the front page of the website at freetalklive.com. So we mentioned earlier, uh, many of our radio listeners only get to pick us up on Saturdays. Uh, certainly you should call your local program directors and, and say hi and tell them you appreciate Free Talk Live and ask for more. But in the meantime, go and grab some archives over at freetalklive.com and see, or rather hear, what you have been missing. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live, by the way, is brought to you by the Free State Project. It is your only choice for more personal freedom and smaller, less intrusive government. To learn more about joining the Second American Revolution, go to freestateproject.org. That is freestateproject.org. And by the way, we are Free State Project members and also early movers here to the very beautiful state of New Hampshire. So if you love liberty, you owe it to yourself to look into the Free State Project. We continue with your calls. Ladies first, it's Francis listening on WXNT in Indianapolis. Hello, Francis. Yes, yes, good evening. Hi. You guys are great. Thanks. What's on your mind? Um, I, uh, first of all, I listen to lots of talk radio, and I'm amazed at the intelligence of the um, American people. It's, we're great, and the politicians either don't know that or know that and don't want us to know that that we are that great. Uh, secondly... We could be greater, um, though. I mean, Americans could be a lot more sharp than they currently are because they, for the most part, were educated in government indoctrination camps, which are, by design, uh, meant to dumb people down. So Americans could be a lot More sh- than 50% sharper. can uh, name all five Simpsons, but only one out of a thousand can name all five uh, rights that are, uh, you know, guaranteed us by the uh, First Amendment. Mm. That's, that's true, but intrinsically, I think we, we all know that we're individually and collect well, not collectively, but indi- individually, we are so sharp. Listening to talk radio is just, it's great. It's, it's one of the best things that's ever happened regarding any form of media on the planet ever. I'll agree with you um, there. I yep. do love talk radio. Yeah, I, I think, think that it beats the, hell, uh, the heck out of hearing Crazy Train one more time. <laughs> <laughs> So what else but, did you have? Uh, Just uh, wanted to lavish praise on people or anything else on your mind? Well, no, I'm not brown-nosing anybody. I just I feel that in my heart. But um, I have a, a, a person who is close to me, my daughter actually, who works with people, um, legal and illegal aliens, Mexican. And um, the legal Mexicans, and, and this is not talked about, I don't think, too much, but they're really ticked off at the illegal Mexicans who come over here. Why is that? Well, because they had to go through all... They had yeah. to jump hoops. Cycle of you abuse. Know. The cycle of abuse. Usually when people are abused, they want to see other people become abused. It's so. like the hazing process in college. Yeah. You know, uh, this guy got blindfolded and got uh, super drunk and pushed into a uh, pool or something. And they want the same thing to happen to the next group. Yep, that's all that really is, and uh, it's sad. I, I certainly understand where they're coming from. If anything, they should change their perspective and be uh, proud of their fellow man for uh, having the courage to avoid all the government hoops and uh, the nonsense that they uh, that they put up in front of people. But unfortunately, we don't have a, a culture that encourages that. We have a culture that says, well, if you've broken the law, you're a bad person. But the fact is, the laws are bad, and as, Doc, as uh, Martin Luther King suggested, uh, bad laws should be disobeyed. It's your duty as uh, as a good liberty loving person. Rosa to... Parks broke the law about sitting in the front of the bus. What do you think about that? Yeah, exactly. I think you. I want to thank you for bringing that point up, and thank you for the call tonight, Francine. Eight hundred or 
not Francine, but Francis. 800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. There's an echo. I don't know who's on the line. Somebody's Hopefully up. It's John in Charleston listening on WSCFM. Hello, John. How's it going, guys? Hey, what's on your mind? Um, as probably your screener told you, I'm one of those people you detest. Uh, I work in law enforcement. Ah. But um, I had a quick question. You had made a mention earlier about one of your uh, one of your callers had called in and sitting here and said about the open borders, and you sit here and you asked him about the government, and you said that you would just get rid of them all instead of voting them all out. Get rid of them all. I, I just ignore them. You can't really vote them out because if you, for instance, if you were to get a uh, none of the above on the ballot or something like that, they just ignore it. And uh, or if nobody went and voted, they just keep doing that. I, I have thing. a different view on it. I believe that government uh, has a has a couple of sort of legitimate roles. You know, the main t- maintenance of roads, uh, policing. But uh, they suck at maintaining the roads, and the police, uh, many of them, are out of control. I, so. I think that it would be a lot. The police would be a lot better if we return people's Fourth Amendment rights and if and you the war on drugs and, and, and nice. stop the yeah. war on drugs. But there's some ways you can improve the government police, but the, but the fact is, all of these governmental services that people think should be provided by government, because, well, in their lifetime they always have been, um, can be provided in the marketplace on a voluntary basis in a much more efficient manner, and uh, then we bring competition into the picture, uh, which, of course, brings innovation and uh, all wonderful things that the, the marketplace brings us. So I'm suggesting not necessarily just simply um, wiping out government, but transitioning from a coercive model, an authoritarian model of government, government to a voluntary, uh, consensual-based situation. Does that make any sense? A little bit, but also, I mean, I also want to bring up one other thing. Y'all have it totally wrong. The police are beloved in the media. We get beat down. You what? You get beat down? Police get beat down. You don't ever see anything about police officers, and they actually do something right. But the minute they mess up, it's on the news 15, 20 times, I mean, by by the 11 o'clock show. They're on, the, they're on there. You know, I, I I don't know. It seems like their uh, word is taken. Whenever the the police trot out their uh, little little spokesperson, everything that they say seems to be taken as uh, as as the god's honest truth. And you know, when they don't respond to uh, questions from the press, well, it's just it's just no comment. And and they they don't rake them over the coals. And they should. Well, I can understand that if, that being a, a law enforcement officer, you would you could have that perspective. You could feel like, well, we do so much good, and they don't pay attention to that. From that aspect, I. Understand understand where you're coming from like if you well, somebody... I, i've had that perspective before i went on law enforcement i mean i think this is the greatest job in the world i, I came into it this year and try to actually help people granted there are laws out here that are i mean just so many laws but it's still it's still a great job and i mean it just I get spit on, I get yelled at, I get cussed at. I don't deny, let me address that real quick, John. I don't uh, deny that there are people out there that, uh, you know, are very rude to the police, um, but I think they have some justification. of the people. I think they have justification, and the, and the, re- the reason why, and I realize you're out there. And how, you, many, how many did you say, John? 95%. Oh, no, 95% no, no. of the people. See, the, this, is, this is what I believe happens, unfortunately, to our great law enforcement officers out there, is they get a perception that 95% of the people are out to get them. When I'll tell you, no, John. It's 95% of the people are the ones that we have to deal with that are doing Right. It's wrong. 95% perhaps of the people that you have to deal with, but the real people out here that pay the paychecks and that, uh, you know, that are, that are doing the right thing that some, every once in a while you cross paths with, like this is it's it's sort of the attitude that in that that the cops have a tendency to uh, to show us, and when we're not part of that ninety five percent, you know what I mean? No, I don't know what you mean, Mark. I, I totally okay. Lost. So like, I yeah, believe police become too. jaded, very very jaded in their police, line of work. Police can be, police can be get cynical, and we do hear about that when we go through the academy and everything else. And 
I mean, granted, there are a bunch of people who can get cynical, but you know. But we it, get jaded too. The the the, uh, the popular the the rest of us get jaded too because you guys are out there enforcing bad laws. You're out there enforcing laws against people that uh, you know involve consensual acts. I mean, talking about, of course, the war on drugs or, or prostitution, gambling, for instance, but primarily drugs. And John, if you'll hang on, I'm going to bring you back to continue this discussion because it's an important one. I'm glad we're having it. Hang on, more with John here in a moment. He is a law enforcement officer in the uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Carolina area 800-259-9231 let's talk about why it is that people don't like the cops I mean, because i Some don't know any people i don't, don't like know anybody cops. that like like the police that like the job that they're doing they might like them individually right, like but the job items. is the problem more coming up this is free talk live our archives website and podcast will continue to stay free but if you think other people deserve to hear this show consider becoming a free talk live amplifier for just three dollars a month at amp.freetalklive.com Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is your program. If you dial in and take control of the airwaves and bring up what you want, 800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Live Saturday edition. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features are free. The Shrine of Female Listeners is there. The dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send us their validated photo and prove they listen to the show, just go to shrine.freetalklive.com and see what it's all about. That Shrine dot freetalklive.com if you're thinking about starting a business here's a word to the wise incorporate at legalzoom.com incorporation can help protect you against frivolous lawsuits that can wipe you out legalzoom.com is fast and easy they do all sorts of legal documents patents wills living trusts trademarks use code ftl to save ten dollars off your order that's ftl ten dollars off your order at legalzoom.com all right, let's go back to uh, John. He is a law enforcement officer in the WSC region, Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, you stuck with us, John, and I appreciate that. It's an important conversation we're having here about the government police. You'd initially asked about how uh, what I was proposing earlier when I was suggesting uh, transitioning to a market-based protection service option, and you know that's a, certainly a, a lengthy discussion. But then we got into an, a, the area of you know why people dislike the government police that we have today. And if you if you'll allow me for a moment uh, to to speculate on this, uh, are you still there, by the way, John? Yes, sir. Okay, great. I'm going to just speculate on this, and we'll get your thoughts on this. Because um, from what I've understand, the interactions I've had both online and in real life with uh, other law enforcement officers, they they have these laws that the politicians pass that it's their job to enforce and they may have opinions about the laws they may disagree with the laws but that damn it they still go out there and they enforce the laws they disagree with i think if that one thing were to change then i think we'd see a, a whole different situation uh, in in the world of policing as far as how you're received from people because the fact is uh... we saw some statistics i think it was earlier this week that about fifty percent of americans will admit when asked that at some point in their life they smoked marijuana and so you're talking about a significant percentage of americans that had they gotten caught when they'd been smoking that marijuana or possessing the marijuana to smoke they would have ended up probably behind the bars of a prison cell and if they at uh, you know 
prior to that point in their life had thought the police were out there to keep them safe and protect them, then they would have all of a sudden had those, uh, you know, that viewpoint shattered by the reality of the fact that these men in blue are coming, or green, depending on where you are, are coming to take their freedom away from them because they made the choice to, uh, you know, put a you know, plant material into their body. And I think that, you know, the fact that you've got these law enforcement officers out there enforcing what are really bad laws against innocent people who've never harmed another person, as you continue to arrest more people for these consensual so-called crimes, and uh, over 1.5 million arrests were made in last year alone for, for mostly drug possession um, so-called crimes. Well, that's just drugs. That's 1.5 million drug uh, Right. Right. So as you continue processing through these people, putting them into the system behind bars, letting them out, you know, charging them hundreds of dollars uh, and then, you know, violation of probation, putting them back in. They come to the the conclusion that the police are not there to protect them, that the police are not, you know, friend, officer friendly that they were told about when they went to uh, to elementary school. And, you know, word gets around that the cops are out there doing bad things and let alone all the stories of uh, the police corruption and abuse where uh, we talked earlier about the cops, uh, I think it was in Ohio, that strip-searched a woman for no reason whatsoever. Uh, and, I mean, there's just story after story of police abuse that go around out there. And, you know, it would be one thing if the cops wouldn't get away with it, like if they could, uh, you know, if they abused somebody and then got in trouble, but nine times out of ten, they get vindicated. The cops get backed up by the, by the system. The thin blue line closes ranks around its own. And these guys, they can, in many cases, John, they can get away with murder. So what... What do you think that does to the public's perception of what it is you're out there doing? I understand you got in to help people, but if you're helping people into prison cells for not hurting anybody else, do you understand that people aren't going to like you? I can understand that, and I went into the job knowing that. But also, did they know that they were put when they were smoking that narcotic that it was illegal? I don't think they cared, man. Hold on. They still did it. It was illegal, and they still did it, knowing it was illegal. I understand. Do you know know that they can get caught, and they know they can go to jail for it, but they still did it themselves. It's called choice. They do it to themselves. Right. I know that they make those choices, but, you know, not all laws are good, and free people should be able to – good people disobey bad laws. Do you agree? Okay. Do you agree with that? I agree with that. All right. So then, I can't sit here and specifically say which laws I agree with and disagree with. I know you're on the job. I, and, I, I uh, uphold. I mean, when I took the oath to start the job, it was to enforce all the laws. I, I understand I mean, that. What would it take? Is, Here's my question for you, John. We do have discretion. Sure. But, I mean, but our discretion is also limited. Sure, yeah. I mean, you pull somebody over, you can let them go. Just take the joint, let them go, or whatever. And I'm sure that there are officers, maybe you sometimes or Sometimes you can, sometimes that, you can. That have done that. Yeah, I mean, it depends. But uh, and, and certainly, I appreciate uh, those law enforcement officers that do that. Of course, all that's unsung because they can't really stand up and say, hey, they I let five let, pot smokers let off. Should the, the guy go who has the pound in his car? Of course they should because he's not hurting anybody. Um, okay. Right. You know, the fact is these drug laws are absolutely outrageous. And the uh, uh, semi-truck full of it, as far as I'm Concerned. Yeah, I mean, drugs don't hurt I mean, anybody. You don't stop semi truck full of full full of liquor, do you? Well, if it was illegal, it's it not illegal, right? <laughs> so here's my question for you, John. Here's a here's a provocative question to get the you we know the go gears. back to the first one about the safety check. Let me get let me this question out okay. there. It's a provocative one. Maybe get a few gears turning. Maybe with you and some other folks that that might be uh, you know taking the position. Well, it's illegal. Well, okay. Here's the question. As a law enforcement officer, you're sworn to uphold the law and enforce the law. What would it take? For you as a law enforcement officer to say, no, I'm not going to enforce that one any, at any point ever, what law would it take uh, for them to pass for you to make a statement like that? 
I can't give you a specific law. All I can do is sit here and say, if I know my gut feeling, I'm not going to sit here and do something I feel is extremely wrong. I mean, even if it costs me my what if, job. Would well, you okay. confiscate guns? If they're if they're legal. Yeah, well, well it, it, they'll make them illegal. They're going to make them illegal. <laughs> they're going to uh, let's let's say that they send you around to confiscate people's I'm a, firearms. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big proponent of the Second Amendment. Uh, That's good. I wonder so about the, the police. Here, if they're going to sit here and make us go in there, then I'm going to get in trouble. Well, the, the, you know, the, I, I hope, I wish that the police that uh, went around during Hurricane Katrina and confiscated the guns then and uh, in Kansas during the flooding, I wish that those police had been uh, big proponents of the Second Amendment because I think that that's, those are the times when those pe- people needed their I mean, weapons the, the most. The people in Katrina, from what I was understanding, Katrina, they should have used them, but... Well, yeah, but a, no, no, certainly there were people. There were people shooting I mean, at police officers during Katrina. Exactly, they were shooting at the coast But there was no conviction. You don't know which people were shooting. The cops don't know who was shooting, so they just tried to take everybody's guns. Well, and people are shooting. Well, I need the coast my firearm. Could see it because they were filming it. When they were watching this, they were trying to rescue people, and they were getting shot at. The, the little old lady that they threw to the ground and uh, broke her hip, I don't think she was shooting at any police. Right, and if nah, there I are mean, people if there are people shooting in the streets, I, that's I, when I, I need my firearms. Was, I never said everybody who takes puts on the badge is good. I right, know, or, that's or, true. Or doesn't have a mistake. So, I know, that's true. So you're saying you would not enforce, you would refuse to enforce a law that uh, prescribed people that had, they, they, that were, that you would go out and confiscate people's firearms. Okay, that's good. But you because are... And I'd be one of the people who'd get locked up because I would refuse to give up my gun. All right, well, that's good. I'm glad that you have a, at least a line somewhere in the sand. It's important that people have that line. But for now, you are out there enforcing laws uh, that do involve consensual crimes. And while you may let some people go here and there, you would put that guy in a jail cell for having a pound of marijuana, even though he at no, at no point ever harmed another person. Don't you think that's wrong, John? No, because am I. <laughs> In my morals, drugs are wrong. Drugs are illegal. I mean, I personally feel that drugs are bad. Hey, whoa, whoa, oh, before you go on. I don't drink. You I don't, don't drink. smoke. I don't know all that stuff. Okay. Well, I understand that you think they're bad, and that's fine. You can have your opinion about that. But I like drugs. I like to smoke marijuana, and I like to have a few drinks from time to time. I don't hurt anybody, John. I do it in the privacy of my own home. And if I want to sit out on my front porch and smoke a joint, it certainly wouldn't hurt anybody to do that. Where's the harm? Where's the victim? It's the law. Well, the law yeah, sucks. If, if, it, it may suck. And granted, a lot of people feel that it sucks. I mean, if they were to come out tomorrow and say, all narcotic laws are gone. You know what? You probably have a lot happier police officers out there. The problem is, whenever you try, whenever they try that, even if they, even if they just try medical marijuana, the police chiefs come out and they lobby in, uh, they lobby against every single one of those efforts. So they're not just enforcing the law; they're taking an active stance in favor of the law because it helps them bring more money into the departments. I, I, I appreciate your call tonight, and I hope you'll call us again. Thank you. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. Only moments remain. The phones are loaded. Not even going to bother giving out the number at this point. If you're on hold, we'll do our best to get through to you. Hey, oh, I'm going to give the number. I shouldn't give the number. Bad mm. habit. Good habit, actually. Anyway, uh, Sickle CAI is the sponsor of the toll-free line, by the way. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, where all the features are totally free, so enjoy those on us. And if you like what we're doing on this program and you want to help support Free Talk Live, we've got an easy way for you to do it. Just go shopping with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. you got to buy stuff to live. Amazon's got pretty much everything you need. I mean, they've got everything from uh, their huge selection of books to a grocery store there now. 
uh, at Amazon. So go to Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. When you enter through that portal, Free Talk Live will get a percentage of anything you buy. Same great prices, same great service, free Super Saver shipping on a whole bunch of items, over 41 categories to shop in. So whatever it is you're looking for, whether it be a hot new video game, camping gear, I mean, baby stuff, you name it, they've got it. Go shopping at Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com and feel good because you're getting the stuff you need, the brands you trust, and you're helping support Free Talk Live. As we continue with your phone calls, let's talk to Mike in Charleston, listening on WSCFM. Hello, Mike. Hey, guys. How y'all doing hey, tonight? it's great. What's on your mind? I was just uh, calling in uh, with that police officer who was just down here, and, and I agree. Our, our law enforcement system, court system, the whole thing needs to be revamped so bad it's not even funny. Uh, I ran into a situation here in Charleston. Uh, the only criminal driving record I've ever had, I got a seatbelt violation about eight months ago, which I love that. I mean, I could ride my <laughs> motorcycle in South Carolina without a helmet, but I can't drive without a seatbelt. Amazing. Uh, at any rate... Apparently, uh, you're not a big boy. Apparently not. I'm 35 years old and not big enough. But Yeah, uh, but believe it or not, here in our very unlovely New Hampshire, the only state of the 49 where it is allowed, people are okay. Like, we're all right here in New Hampshire without a man- mandatory seatbelt law. Right. But I was, uh, I-, I sent my check in, you know, to pay for this thing, and apparently my local uh, place here doesn't take checks, and, and they sent <laughs> my information back to the wrong place. I was oh, uh, on the way driving my dad to have a surgery. I got pulled over oh. by a cop, and uh, he told me my license were suspended. Are you uh, telling because... me that not wearing your seatbelt is a moving violation? Oh, well, I, don't... I don't know what. No, no, no. What it was is they, they. I sent a check to pay for it. Right. And they didn't. Accept it's not my paying the fine, Mark. They, yeah, but yeah, that's what the, the they fine. can't suspend your license unless it's a moving violation. Is my they understanding? They can do whatever the hell they want to do. They're the they government. They suspended my license, and because in the state of South Carolina, it's a law that if you don't pay a fine and and you get pulled over, they have to arrest you. Jeez. The they, government wants its they money. They mm. arrested me, and I spent 15 hours in a jail. My brother had to come bail me out for $900. This right. is what happens to the respectables out there. You know, I mean, it, it, every once in it a while. It can happen. Yeah, it can happen. Every once in a while, you, you think that uh, the government's out there, it's doing the good job, you know, they're working hard for you. Yeah, not so much. Then you get targeted, and you weren't expecting it to happen. I mean, if you had liked the police prior to this event, what would that have done to your viewpoint of well, them? You know, the thing is, I was even talking to my dad about this, you know, 20 years ago, police officer would have pulled me over and see my license was suspended. They would have said, sir, you know, talking to my dad, why don't you drive? You get over there in the other seat and get your license fixed. You know? Yeah, wow. I suspect that's exactly what they would have done. They even told me that it was for a movie or a uh, unpaid traffic violation. They knew what my suspension was for, and still they said they had to take me to jail anyway. It's the law. You know? We have to enforce the law. And I'm sitting here going... You know, what? what's going on with this thing? I went to court over this thing uh, two days ago. You talk about one of the fastest money-making things it is. Yep. I guarantee you in 15 minutes, our court there made well over five or $6,000. Stole it. Yep. Yeah, uh, it's revenue generation. Yeah, they stole that money. Hey, you know what? We're going to have Sam on from the Obscure Truth Network probably next Saturday. He's expecting to release a, uh, a new 30-minute short film about his experience in the government courts, and it really does a great job. I've seen, a, I've seen an early release of it. It does a great job of really expressing how the entire government court system is nothing more than a sham, and so I hope you'll tune in next week for that because uh, we got to keep going here with the calls, but thank you for the call and the story 
tonight. Glad to hear from you. 800-259-9231. Hopefully Sam will wrap his, uh, his movie is editing up by the end of next week. He has told me he's planning to have it released uh, in time for Saturday's show next week. So we'll talk more about that at that time. We continue with your calls and go to David in Montana listening on KGEZ. Hello, David. Listening to the last caller, it definitely comes down to the money or they're insane. And that's why I don't trust them, because I think the legislators and the law enforcers are insane because a murder only gets eight years, an attempted murder only gets three years. A friend of mine grows 20 plants that never hurt nobody. Got 20 years they take his house. They took his car. Oh, they took his kids away from him. They put him in jail for 20 years because... He had like about a half pound of dried bud with it. But it's that, the law. Insanity. They want us to want, think highly of them. Yeah. I, 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 they should stand up and yell at their superiors that they put the, a, a peaceful person in right. prison for forever. Right. If you really want to enforce the law, life. I agree and completely. And then they let these these guys hire all these aliens, illegal aliens, and then they only send the illegal alien back. They don't take the guy that hired them. They don't take his property. Don't take his kid. Don't take his car. Don't take his whole family away from him. But you grow a plant. For 20 years. Yep. This is why we don't trust you. This is why we're mad at you. you, you, you all you got to do is legalize the the hemp and the cannabis and you'll see that about 40 million people will be on your side officer and and they'll be helping you and you won't have to be chasing peaceful people and letting murderers go well, and letting and, and, and putting it, it just drives the, me insane. i agree with you dave and the order. average cop is going to say that you know he doesn't have the ability to legalize marijuana he does have some discretionary but you have the choice every single time to but he could the join law. Law, uh, law enforcement against prohibition That's true. and believe me a, a, a few dozen brave men in uniform would stand up and join law enforcement against prohibition. It would change the country, Dave, but they won't do the it because they you. don't have the spine. They're more worried yep. about their paycheck. Yep, you're absolutely right, Dave. Thank you, sir. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty. If I was worried about my paycheck, I'd be doing Republican talk. Hey, for anybody out there who might be a law enforcement officer or might know one uh, who's listening. Law Enforcement Against Prohibition, the website is leap.cc, L-E-A-P dot C-C. It's mostly made up of former law enforcement officers because, again, they're all too cowardly to actually put their uh, their jobs and their reputations on the line while they're actually on the job. And, and I don't want to sh- really, uh, you know, crap on them too much here. I think they're great guys and they do great work. But there's only one in all of Law Enforcement Against Prohibition. There's only one member who is actually a current law enforcement officer. Officer, one man in the entire world, and he's right here in New Hampshire. His name's Brad Jardis. He listens to this program, and as far as I'm concerned, Brad Jardis is a hero uh, for having that level of courage to be able to be prepared to take whatever sort of retaliation the administrative people throw at him for having the courage to join law enforcement against prohibition. I agree with you, Mark. If there were another few dozen people like uh, Bradley Jardis out there that would join law enforcement against prohibition, it'd be awesome. Yeah, I made the mistake of saying men, and I meant to say uh, people in uniform. Yeah. Uh, all right. So 800-259-9231. But yeah, you keep enforcing bad laws, coppers, and people are going to just hate you more and more and more. I'm sorry, but that's just the way it's going to be. As soon as you get a little courage and start saying no to these politicians, hey, wait a minute, you passed a law that restricts people's freedom? Oh, I'm not going to enforce that law. That's a bad law. If we had uh, police officers who were actually actively... They, they swear an oath to the Constitution. Yeah, that were and act- the Constitution, you know... Th- 
it, it doesn't give the, the the feds any kind of right to uh, to enforce drug laws, and and or it, any, it's pretty yeah. clear that uh, you know th- th- these are issues of uh, people being harmed, right. if, and if the property if, being stolen. If police officers were peace officers again, instead of law enforcement officers, if your primary job was to restore peace, in that if somebody was harming another person, you were to put a stop to that and bring that person who did the harm to justice, people would love you, man. You'd be, you would be heroes if you were stopping real criminals from committing real crimes instead of spending a bunch of time uh, arresting pot smokers and old ladies for having their grass being too brown. Right. You know that, and, and unfortunately, you know, there's uh, there's there's murders and robberies and rapes that are going un, uninvestigated every day in every town. But you can believe they're passing out them tickets and they're hassling people about smoking pot. Let's continue here briefly, uh, short on time. Daniel in Indy, listening on WXNT. Daniel, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, this is Indianapolis, Indiana. Yes, sir. Um, how, how are you doing? Well, do, Good, doing sir. well. Go. You got you got like 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Um, I, I, I've had some examples of, of some police that, that just treated me unfairly on the road. Um, Everyone does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> one, one happened to be when I, I like to drive the speed limit. And I'm one of the few, and they pulled me over because I was driving the speed limit. Yep, it's happened to me before. And I've also been pulled over because of the time that I was coming home from work, because it happened to be that I was coming home at like 2 in the morning, and they pulled me over for no reason, and then he threatened to pull me into jail for no reason. Because he said that he was doing, because I talked to him, and I was telling him, well, I'm coming home from from work. And he's like, do you want to go to jail? Yeah. Just the attitude. I mean, the attitude, beyond enforcing bad laws, their attitude is crap. It's sometimes. Sometimes you get really nice guys. I've had, lot, you know, every pullover I've had has, Some has, of them has, has ended up well. We can't, uh, you're right, we can't generalize totally here. But, but, man, but I can tell you the bad ones rotten. like that are the ones that stick yep, out in people's it, minds. It is rotten. Hey, thanks, Daniel. We're done for tonight. Back on Monday. Join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. You ever have one of those days where everything goes right? First, I get the best parking space at work. Tonight, I have a date with a very lovely Rachel. And today, I gave a killer presentation in Sydney. Finalized the contract in London and demoed our new product in Boston. Online from my desk with WebEx. WebEx lets me take meetings and give presentations from my desk. I just talk to clients on the phone and they watch what's happening on my desktop from their desktop. So I can travel the world and still be here for my date tonight with Rachel. Travel less, meet online. Go to WebEx.com and try WebEx free. Just click the radio graphic and enter promo code 600 to get a free trial and a free webcam too. Remember that code 600 to qualify for the free webcam. WebEx, now part of Cisco and used by more than 5.5 million people every month. Give it a try. Free. Go to WebEx.com and enter the promo code 600. W-E-B-E-X.com. Free webcams available while supplies last. Terms and restrictions apply. See website for details.